Sometimes I had too many beers, which I gladly do and which I fully embrace. Working out, automatic. Whacking out, automatic. Catholic all-girls schools, automatic. Still is. Hello and welcome back to the ninth episode of the Chopping Block Podcast. Uh, we have a special guest today, a, ve- a very special guest you could say. Um, he is special for sure. His name is... What's up? It's Mad Dog McGee coming at you live through the airwaves. Through the airwaves. And, and Mad Dog McGee, you're on, a, you're on another podcast, correct? Allegedly. Allegedly, but, yes. but does not want to speak its name. No, it's a... Uh... It's a film review thing where we review uh, movies. Oh, and, uh, food in the movies is what we review. So it's unrelated to football. So you find movies with food in them and then review the food in the movies. Yes, but we don't actually cook the food. We just do it like on the set. So we're like, yeah, you know, like the sandwiches from the Sopranos. We'd be like, yeah, I'd eat that. The gabagool from the Sopranos. Ah, well, gabagool's a real food, so it doesn't count. So you're only finding fake food. Yes. What can can you give me another example of? Like what? ratatouille. Okay. <laughs> Okay, great. All right. Royale with cheese, if you will. Cheese, cheese is fake, actually. No, the Royale no, is the Royale. Yeah. Uh, okay. All but right. it has cheese on it. Um. Well, Timmy Jurgens, how are you feeling this weekend? Uh, th- this is my flu game. I'm not gonna lie. Not not a hundred percent right now. Yeah. As you could probably tell. I I got whatever Timmy Jernigan's got, uh, because we when we recorded the podcast Friday, we sit very close to each other, and I think he got me sick. So thank yeah. you, Timmy Jernigan's, for that. that yeah, was... you got the Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was right. busy, you know, coughing on his balls and stuff. Well, I have to say, it was it was a good weekend of college football. I'm not so I'm not feeling that way for the NFL right now, um, and that's because of a personal bias, but... Uh, I guess we'll jump right into it. I mean, it was a it was a good weekend to be an Aggie. Uh, Arkansas, of course, lost to the Aggies. Texas goes down against Tech. OU falls to Kansas State. Uh, if LSU had lost, that would have been great. But um, hit three of those boxes. So I guess yeah, I guess but we'll Utah s- State lost too. Oh no! I, I guess we'll start with recapping our segments. Uh, my lock of the week, Syracuse. Uh, Syracuse minus ten completely blew it. They started off hot. They got up 10 early. You saw that on the podcast live last week. Um, but they blew it. They did. You watched the end of that game, right? I, Who? Syracuse against Virginia. How, how did that game end? Because I was I, I, was, in the I car. was I was driving home oh. as well, so I didn't see it either. Well, I believe they hit, they hit a field goal. With like or, a minute and a half yeah, left. So they kind of won in similar fashion. The, to, yeah, the uh, Mississippi State redemption arc. It was both failed Mississippi State quarterbacks were playing in that game. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, we had Garrett Schrader, the guy who looks like a homeless guy. And then uh, Keaton Thompson, you know, the quarterback that can't throw. He's now Keaton? a receiver. Why is he wearing 99? Is that, is that Syracuse's quarterback? Uh, no, He's I a think receiver? Schrader is Syracuse's Because Syracuse's quarterback's all right. That's Schrader. No, Keaton's a Virginia receiver who wears 99, you know. Um, okay, and then you have uh, Timmy Jernigan's Lock of the Week, Michigan minus 17. We went 0 for 2 in that department. And 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 uh, Jebediah, who wasn't on the show, had Wisconsin plus seventeen. So we went over three in locks of the week. Uh, like I said in the pod last time, we are all fade gods. So um, I recommend fading those next time. And, and then uh, Mad Dog doesn't bet on games because he's an NFL owner. So they made him sign a non disclosure well, that he wasn't allowed to gamble. So. Perks also doesn't bet, but he he advises betting. He advises so, yeah. yes. Uh, 
Our upsets of the week, i very proud to say, James Madison walked in there, took down App State. Uh, App State was up 28-3 to at one point, and JMU just, just locked it down and, and got the win. Rank JMU, you cowards. Uh, how you feeling about, how about your... Uh... Well, Florida played the we'll, better we'll, game. We'll jump back in. We'll the, jump into this game. But, Florida uh, played the better game than Tennessee, but they had too many mistakes, turnover on downs, fumble... You know, yeah. bad clock management. We'll, we'll jump more into Anthony it. Anthony Richardson played the better game, but nah, nah. they lost. Uh, all right, and then, uh, of course, Jebediah's lock of the week was USC at Oregon State. It was a good pick. It was a close game. Uh, USC won with, like, they got the touchdown with, like, less than a minute left, I heard. I went to bed early last night because, of course, I got sick from Timmy Jernigan's. But. And then our final segment last week was game of the week. I had A&M Arkansas. I think that was definitely up there. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess Texas Texas Tech might have been just because of OT. But, uh, yeah, I was happy with that pick. How are you feeling? Minnesota-Michigan State, not a great game. I mean, it was if you're a gopher. I guess if you're a gopher, it's a great love game. love the gopher. What was the final score? Do you know? Do you remember? 30, 31 to 3, something like that. All right. I mean, they were getting shut out like most of the game. So, yeah. I mean, it was a chicken shit touchdown even if they got one. All right. Well, enough of uh, our segments. We'll hop into these games and – Deep dive. Uh, all right, Arkansas A&M. How do y'all? How do y'all feel about this game? We are all Aggies here. Uh, Mad Dog McGee is an A and M alum. He is uh, class of of twenty twenty six. I was uh, the flu one. So whenever the swine flu was rolling, swine two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Okay. Uh, I don't know, man. It was two or three presidents ago. <laughs> I was here before they finished uh, George Bush. But yeah, you know, you have to feel good as an AM fan waking up this morning. I thought that they played, you know, really shitty and seemed to want to shoot themselves in the foot. I think if they don't shoot themselves in the foot, they beat Arkansas by double digits. I think Sam Pittman is a fraud. I know really? Arkansas, you think yeah. he's a fraud? Yes. Just being, That's... being better than Chad Morris does not make you fucking Nick He Saban. turned the program around pretty damn fast. I No, he didn't. They, they, what do you they, mean? They, the only turnaround he did... Was getting to Golden yeah. Corral after the went, game. That three, was the fastest turnaround he had. He went three okay. and seven in his first year, and then last year they went eight and four. And oh, Arkansas fans are like, oh, and M goes eight and four. They went, they went nine and four. Okay, that's... oh, sorry, nine and four. They went eight and four in the SEC. But that's a good turnaround from from. I mean, what were they like? Two and ten. They were the worst like team said, in the SEC like for said, two being years. Better than Chad Morris does not make you Nick Saban. But they okay, but I, but I could get that argument if he wants. He won six or seven games. He won nine last year. And that's a good turnaround. And then this year in the four games. Kendall Bryles just has no adjustments in the second half. They ran a very ele- they made a middle school type offense, and then when even A and M's and Jimbo, the, the two most stubborn coaches and coordinator combo, even they made adjustments. Like if you get out adjusted by Jimbo, like, your Kendall Bryles, like you're if you're an Arkansas fan, you have to wake up and say, you know, we're better than where we were when Bobby Petrino crashed his motorcycle, but. God damn, we, we talk so much shit on Twitter about this game and then to lose. I don't know, Jimbo, Jimbo can adjust at halftime. That's the thing that was the... But the, like, like week to week, I don't think Jimbo's a great adjuster, but like, halftime adjustments, I think Jimbo can be good. Like, we are a good second half team, normally. Like, yesterday we weren't necessarily... I mean, we had the, I mean, it was, we had the it was weird. Court. We played We played great, or we played terrible in the first quarter, played a lot better in the second quarter. Third quarter we played good. Fourth quarter we didn't play great. So it was kind of a, a weird... Yeah, it was a weird game because Damani Richardson probably played one of the worst, you know, halves of football from somebody who I feel like has elite level talent. And then in the second half he just dominated the game. I mean, KJ Jefferson couldn't throw the ball anywhere. 
he got a ton of tackles. But in the first half, like, there was that bubble screen that they scored on where he was just out of position. And then I'm not sure who busted the coverage on that long post route that they did, but you, know, you had to put blame on the safeties. And then other than that, they played pretty much a perfect game. Yeah, my, my one takeaway from this game, something I really liked watching, is A-Chain had a probably his best game of the year so far. He looked a lot more comfortable running the ball, which was interesting because, you know, I heard Arkansas had a great rushing defense, not a great passing defense, but I felt like we were, I mean, we did rush more than we than we passed yesterday, so. Yeah, best running back in the state of Texas, I think, undisputedly. I know that there's somebody, a lot of fans that think Bijan is, you know, the best prospect since Reggie yeah, Bush. I, 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 I think Bijan is overrated, and I think A-Chain is, is better. Overrated. Uh, what, what, do you, what did you think about this game? Jernigan's awful quiet over there. Yeah, A&M's tackling throughout the game was just not good. Especially in the fourth quarter, our tackling was very poor. Three down fronts on defense. Three, I mean, three, three D linemen fronts. Just, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. That's pretty much it. All right, we're going to take a timeout here real fast. We're watching. We're, we're recording this at uh, 4 p.m. on uh, on Sunday, so there's the NFL going on. The Jags are currently beating the Chargers 13-0. Are the Jags kind of good this year? I mean, T-Law is the truth. He was uh, my pick for the comeback player of the year. I mean, Herbert's playing. I, this is this is kind of crazy. Yeah, you know, know the Chargers are going to do some backdoor cover at the end of the game. That's what I they... thought about the Chiefs game, but we'll hop into that in a little bit. Uh, all right. Next game up, enough about Arkansas A&M. I mean, I'm, of course, happy with the win. I think A&M moved up to 17 in the rankings, so kind well, of yeah, interesting. Arkansas was overrated. Through, through, two game, through two top 15 wins in a row, only moved up seven spots. One of them a top 10, too. Yeah, uh, kind of interesting. I think the media – I mean, the thing is, I, I still don't know if I, like, buy into A&M. I think they're a team that – like I don't know, I'm I'm nervous for moves. Their schedule is just so week. tough. I feel like we'll never know the barometer of how good. Like they could, is. they could win just just off their schedule so far. Like they could win every game, they could lose every game. I, mean, I don't think we're going to beat Bama, but like anyone else, I think we can beat. I think we can also lose to everyone else. So um, I don't know. It, I mean, I don't think we lose to. I, I was telling Jebediah last night. Like A and M is a team that it's it, A and M's not very fun to watch. Like it's just kind of stressful to watch them. Their offense just doesn't. There was a time there in the third quarter where it seemed like it was going to click and they could like kind of pull the game away a little bit, but then they shot themselves in the foot and they made it a game. And I guess we haven't even mentioned the the oink doink. The the I have never seen a doink off the top of the upright like that. Uh, I did I did post on the Twitter and said to the people in the room before I thought Arkansas was going to miss the pick so or kick. So that was that was pretty awesome. That was an exciting end to the game, but. Uh, yeah, and m got lucky there in the end. So. All the Arkansas fans that are saying, oh, that was a fluke, um, you need to check the rule book. Because even if he kicked it a foot up, he still would have missed it because you have to be inside. So don't say, like, oh, we lost in a once-in-a-lifetime play. No, your kicker still fucking missed it. And, y- and y'all went to Dallas for the game. How was the environment? How were the Arkansas fans? Was it was it pretty hostile? Obnoxious. Was it obnoxious? Yeah. It was it was pretty weird because in the beginning, all the A&M fans were silent, and then they came back. So it was a pretty good atmosphere in the second quarter. And then A&M kind of ran away in the third. So Arkansas was completely silent. And then Arkansas came storming back in the fourth. And then everyone was really into it in the fourth. So it was just weird the way it was. Like, you could you could have heard a pin drop in the third quarter. But in the fourth quarter, the, the environment was absolutely crazy. But it wouldn't be that way if it was played at a home field. I wish it was played at a home field. So, it is what it is. Um, all right. 
again, I think enough of that game. Great game. Uh, glad we got the win, but on to the next one. Maryland at Michigan, 11 o'clock game. Uh, your lock of the week was Michigan minus 17, of course. I, I liked the pick. I thought Michigan was going to run away with it, but Maryland Maryland kept it close. Uh, Tua's brother, what do y'all know his first Talia. name? Talia. Talia Vailoa, uh kept a minute. Uh, they almost won the game. If, if they hadn't uh, muffed that kick on the first play of the game, they could have won this game. So, I don't know. Did, did either of y'all get to watch this game closely? No, but you say Talia kept him in it. Talia was really the reason they lost it almost. He only had 200 yards passing, and then they threw it a backup. But. Did they? So they pulled him? I, he must have been hurt. But he. I threw, just saw one crazy ass play. He Maryland had. was up 13. To 10, I believe, with the ball on the Michigan 30-yard line in the second quarter, and Talia threw an interception, and it was really kind of all Michigan after that. They were trading points a little bit, but Michigan really had it after that. Blake Corum is very good running back. He had almost 250 yards rushing. Maryland rushed the ball for 125 yards, which I thought they weren't going to be able to do uh, on Michigan's defense, but they, they played pretty well. Uh couldn't pull it out though. Too many mistakes at the end. It was nice seeing that Michigan could bleed because so far they've looked really good. They I mean, they've, anybody. They've, they haven't played anyone. So um, this is definitely a wake up call for them. I think they're gonna. I think they'll lose a couple games here. I don't know when, but. Um, I mean, I said it on the food podcast at the beginning of the season that I thought Maryland was gonna, you know, beat Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, or Michigan State. And I thought there were going to be two of them go two and two in those games. Well, and Michigan to, State's fraudulent, so they, yeah, they, I mean, there's a very large and chance State, they beat Michigan People State. are so high on Penn State, but I think we're just discrediting that Auburn fucking sucks. sucks. Yeah. yeah, I mean they didn't look very good against Purdue and Penn State, and then their quarterback said some dumb shit. Yeah, I guess uh, we can jump right into that game. That's not a game I had written down, but I'd love to talk about it. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw the report that if Auburn lost that game, they were going to fire Brian Harson as early as uh, Sunday afternoon uh i mean when we had it that we were talking about it that was my uh, auburn beat of the week auburn did not yeah and i guess we'll touch on it again later but yeah auburn should have lost that game i mean that was as close as you get to losing without losing as as you can did, did either of y'all tune into that game at all we did we watched all of it um you know just to kind of recap uh carlson missed a field goal that was going to tie the game and missouri jumps off sides and then they're going in to win the game and the running back just, like, fumbles it. I hate Auburn, mostly because they just get so lucky. And this is another one of those games that, like... Auburn does get so lucky. Yes, this is, like, now the 7th or 8th game that I can think of just off the top of my head of somebody who doesn't follow Auburn, that Auburn's won by pulling some rabbit out of their hat. I mean, this was a bad game. I, I don't know how you feel as an Auburn fan, because it's Missouri. Missouri is probably the worst SEC school that's not black and gold. So it'll be really interesting to see how they handle Hartson. But, you know, they should get is this guy from UCF who's a really good offensive coordinator. Yeah. Offensive mind, yeah. yeah. Well, I heard that um, they recently fired the Auburn AD who hired Brian Harson. Apparently none of the big money donors at Auburn wanted Brian Harson. So it seems like there's no one in this corner right now, and it's really just a matter of time um, before he gets fired. As so. long as they don't start leaking information like Kerm Edwards. Yeah, that was that was a bad look. Yeah. Um, Kind of same deal with uh, Scott Frost. His his associate or his uh, assistants were kind of trying to push him out the door as well. So uh, some some backstabbing going on in the in the college football world. But I mean, Hartson's offense is so bad. I feel like even if 
the defense knew it was coming. It wouldn't change anything because it would fail anyway. Yeah, and Missouri's coach sucks. Uh, Eli Drinkowitz. Yeah, that, that dude's a nerd, man. He looks like Jonah Hill from Moneyball. <laughs> All right, next up, we got Clemson at Wake. Uh, I sat on the pod last week. I thought there was going to be a big upset this week. I thought it was going to be either Clemson or Ohio State. Uh, it was neither. It ended up being Oklahoma. But Clemson-Wake was a very close game. Uh, they could have, I mean, went to OT. They could have lost it. Uh, there's 11 total touchdowns combined between uh, Ugalele and Sam Hartman. So, I don't know. I, I, I got kind of bits and pieces of this game. But, man, Wake really blew it in the end. I think uh, Clemson just won that game. I think Wake Forest just put themselves in a position to win. But, I mean, you got to chalk it up to Sam Hartman. He missed that game for some whatever medical reason. I, I don't remember what it was. Who? Sam Hartman. He played. No, at the beginning of the year, he missed the uh, first game. Oh, yeah. And then he's just, like, magically good again. Like, it's like nothing even happened. It was, like, a pretty serious medical thing. And then now he just dominates. I feel like, especially the way Miami's played, and I know we'll touch on Miami a little bit further, these have to feel like the two classes of the ACC. Like, I would not be surprised to see these two teams, you know, sitting at the top being one and two in the ACC because, I mean... Clemson and Wake? Yes. Wake is Wake is a horrible thing. I don't know, man. I, they're good. I think Florida State is, is legit this year. The fuck shit up you? Yes. Like, I don't know. I mean, they're they're 4-0 right now. Let's see when they play. That's going to... Oh, damn. And that, maybe that's such a good weekend of college football, the 15th. Um, Damn. We have a bye week, luckily, yeah. so we get to watch all that. Yeah, but I'd be at ACL. Let's see. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't know. Other than that, I mean, like I said, I didn't really get to watch this game super the, closely. The fall Cle- of like, Wake Forest in this game was definitely them not being able to run the ball. They they still. I have mean, they few... gave up 50 points. That's the fall of the game, is their defense sucks. Well, yeah, they've never been able to play defense, but they're very one-dimensional, and they have to throw, like throw the ball down the field a lot, so it's just short possessions, so... But it seems like Clemson's rushing didn't do, like, that much better. Than What's that white guy that they 200 have? yards, almost? The white running guy. They had 70 more yards, than, or 80 more yards than, uh... I guess that's a lot. What's his, what's his name, that white guy that they had that looks like he shouldn't be good at football but dominates? Will Shipley? Yes. How um, did he play? Uh, he had like, 104 yeah, yards. Touchdown. I know, man. Saving us. Long of 53, though. So if you if you had 19 yeah, carries for 50, for 51 yards. yards, like that's not that great. So I don't know. It's almost. Three he reminds me of AP. Like he's just like a hard runner. He doesn't have the line. I don't. I that. think that Kate Klubnick needs to be the starting quarterback at Clemson. Of course, they're not going to do that. They're they're rolling with DJ. I guess. I mean, they're they're undefeated right now, but he DJ just looks. It's kind of like the uh, Zach Calzada. And Haynes King thing at A and M, like yeah, he one. just doesn't look, uh, like comfortable at the quarterback position. Like it just seems unnatural. I guess that's the right word. And Max Johnson, it, it doesn't look quite like it looks a little better than that. It still doesn't seem like very natural. But well, he when, got but, hit on every time when, he threw when, the ball. When so Kate, it's hard to look natural. No, but it's not even it's not time. even standing in the pocket. It's more of your composure, like with the team, like. DJ just doesn't look composed. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people said that too about Lamar Jackson. They have similar traits. Yeah. So I don't know. I I, I think Clemson is I don't think they're gonna I don't know. They always they always play to their level. It drives me fucking crazy. It drives me crazy. But I saw I saw it was funny on uh, Twitter, some Clemson fans were, were asking, uh, we're praying for Brent Venables back, which <coughs> not surprised because he's the reason they were good. So Alright, next game, Kansas State at Oklahoma. Uh, this was definitely the biggest upset of the week. Um, one of the top performers, we'll, we'll get into our uh, performances of the week later, 
Uh, Adrian Martinez. Man, Nebraska fans uh, were crying for him last night, given that Nebraska and OU played last week, and Nebraska got absolutely fucked on. Adrian Martinez had 234 yards passing and another 148 on the ground, rushed for four touchdowns, and threw for another touchdown. So, um, I mean, he had a he had a great game, and uh, it was Oklahoma's twelfth loss since nineteen ninety nine at home. So, pretty crazy. What, what game are we going? Uh, Kansas State, Deuce Oklahoma. Game. Yeah, I I was. Yeah, I and think Deuce Vaughn five five six, I believe. He's yeah, the prime. Uh, I think he went to McNeil High School. I think I was the only one that on the pod that picked Kansas State to beat Oklahoma. Kansas State, over the past few years, been two touchdown underdogs at least, and they still find a way to beat Oklahoma. They yeah, they are Oklahoma's thorn in their side. Thorn in their side. I know, man. Spencer Rattler's the only one that's beat Kansas State in the last five years. <laughs> I know. I would have lost that bet. Spencer's trash. I really, like, I didn't hate the pick. I said it on the pod. Like, I, I liked the pick, but I don't know. I thought Oklahoma before this week... I mean, of course, they. I guess they hadn't really played anyone, but I thought like I thought they looked like a top four team in the country. The defense uh, clearly, was really good for him. Clearly, that was not the case. I mean, Dylan Gabriel played a good game. No, well, it's not on Dylan Gabriel. I mean, when you give up forty one points, yeah. when you're supposed to be some kind of defensive guru, and I know that me. And, and this is after they put up like uh, only two touchdowns last week against Tulane. Like they put up like fourteen points against. Yeah, Tulane. Parks and I've I've talked a lot about the Brent Venables hire, and I said I didn't think it was very good. And I mean, if you're supposed to be a defensive guru and you give up forty one to Kansas, it takes State, time though. I mean, I hate when people start clowning on coaches first year for stuff like that. Like it's gonna take time to, for him to recruit his guy. Like you don't just walk into a defense with, like a, a team with who's you know recruited the defensive side of the ball very poorly and instantly turn them around. Now, yes, they still shouldn't have given up 41 points to, to Kansas State, but I, I think the defense will be there in time. I don't know. I mean, do you, who, who do you think is winning the Big 12 this year? Do you think it's going to be... I mean, who do I think is winning the MAC? It really doesn't matter. If I, just because you're the best of bad teams doesn't mean you're a good team. I don't think the Big 12 is a bad conference. Oh, really? They're not the worst conference this year. I, hell, I would say they're the, the third best conference no, this year. No, they're behind the pack. They're behind the pack? Yes. No, no. They're, they're ahead of the pack, and they're ahead of the ACC as well. Wait, well, it's, for me, it's SEC, ACC. Fuck no. No, no, SEC, SEC Big, Big Ten, Big ACC, 12. PAC. Oh, what are your conference rankings right now? For me... SEC one. SEC, Big Ten. Big Ten. I don't know, the Big Ten West is so bad. That's the part that's There's, so... ACC is terrible, dude. Hey, Clemson's good. Maybe they. I mean, there's not a team like. Who would you take on a neutral field, Clemson or Oklahoma? Clemson. I would not. I would take Clemson. Clemson. Oklahoma just lost to Kansas State. Who? Clemson almost lost to Wake. But like, Wake's good. like Wake they had doesn't... they had something going for them. Wake has a great offense. It's, they've Wake, had a great Sam offense Hoffman's for probably three years. yeah. He's probably one of the better quarterbacks. In he's the probably like a top five quarterback draft pick. I mean, Tech, are you really going to stake your claim that Tech and Kansas are the I two think, flagships of a conference? I, think, I don't think Texas is that bad. I think if Quinn Ewers was healthy, God, I hate defending Texas. I hate that I'm really doing this right now. But I seriously think that if... if I mean, Quinn Ewers doesn't play defense, though. And that was... The, the, blowing a second-half lead, that's a defensive thing. Yeah, but the offense wasn't rolling. I mean, that, that, that's also on the... Yeah, it's more on the defense. But if the offense was scoring, then you wouldn't have blown the lead. So, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, do you think the Big 12 is the worst conference? I don't think they're the worst. Now the, Pac-12 really, is the worst conference. Uh, I don't know. Washington's looked really good. Washington looked really good. 
Oregon, other than that Georgia games, looked really good. Oh, yeah. Take out the 49-3 loss. US, One I mean, of their top top teams in the conference lost 49-3. USC's looked really good. USC has looked great. Oregon State. USC is, is, yeah. Oregon State's looked really good. I mean, the, the Pac-12's bottom is, UCLA's undefeated. Okay, come on now. No, the Pac-12's bottom is really bad. Yeah, like Colorado would, and Arizona State are very bad. And Arizona, Arizona too, yeah. UCLA is not a good team. I picked them to, to be in the championship game of, of the Pac-12. No, they're, they're not a good team. They're not going to be. They, they have slid by all their games. But so. I would pick them to win, other than Oklahoma, which I think Oklahoma's an anomaly. Even though they lost to Kansas State, like, I, I still say Oklahoma's an anomaly in the Big 12. It's kind of like when Boise State was rolling through the Mountain West and WAC. Like, yeah, Boise State was good, but it doesn't mean the whole lack's good. Who's the worst team in the Big 12? Like, the Big 12, I don't feel like their bottom is that bad. Like, I feel like they're... TCU's pretty bad. Iowa State's pretty bad. But, like, they're not Arizona State, Colorado bad. They're not even, like... Colorado might be the worst. Colorado is the worst team in the in Power 5 right now. I would, I would even argue they would be just as bad in the American conference. Yeah, I mean they got slaughtered by uh Air Force, so all right, well, enough about conferences and and Kansas State, Oklahoma. Uh, it was a great game. Glad uh it's not safe to be the number six team in the country right now. So all right, uh next up we were just talking about it, USC at Oregon State. Uh this was Oregon the, State had four turnovers in the game. USC has the most turnovers forced in the nation at 14. They 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 only won because Oregon State turned it over so much. Looked like a pretty sloppy game. Caleb yeah. Williams didn't play great. Uh, I mean, no picks, but only threw 16 for 36, 180 yards and a touchdown. Definitely their, their worst offensive game uh, so far this season. Uh, Jordan Addison. Yeah, but Brent Venables took that game away if he's the coach. I think Oregon State, this is not that USC played bad. I think that this just shows how improved Oregon State Oh, I State think is. Oregon State's a decent team. Like, I, I like, they uh, killed Boise Jebediah's State. pick was, was Oregon State over USC, and I liked the pick. I didn't I pick Oregon, it myself, I'm, but I liked it. I'm really excited for Oregon State Utah this weekend. I think that's going to be a great, great game. And I think that, you know, this kind of proves. I know that in football, we always talk about how bad moral victories are, but I mean, if you're an Oregon State fan, from all the hype that's been around USC and, you know, them running to the Big Ten. You have to feel really good as an Oregon State fan about how this game was played. They had a chance to win it. I think if Caleb Williams, you know, who I think is the best quarterback in the country. I think if Caleb Williams... Do you think Caleb Williams is the best quarterback in the country? Yeah. I mean, other than Hooker. But I think Hooker's in a better system, if that makes sense. But, yeah, I would say if any if it's any quarterback... That's other, interesting to me. That's any, a very interesting well, case. Well, let Okay, okay. I think if it's any quarterback other than Caleb Williams, I think Oregon State wins that game. I think Caleb Williams is just the rabbit out of his hat. They win, they win that I find it interesting that and you Oregon said State that. Almost picked off that. So you think you think them. Lincoln Riley's system in USC is worse than Tennessee's system? Yes, because I do think Purple has one of the best systems in the country. I'm very high on Tennessee. All right, well we'll jump right into that game. We got Florida at Tennessee. This was uh, Timmy Jernigan's upset. He picked Florida. Um, I was the only one potty picked Tennessee last week. Well, Florida played the better game. They only they actually did not play the game. If you watched the game, Tennessee looked like the better. better Florida team. only punted was, uh, once. He was Florida too- only punted once. You can't say they played a bad game punting once. They got time. garbage time points. Tennessee owned this game, dude. They they Florida had more yards. It's just they had. Florida turned the ball over. They had two turnover on downs. They missed they had, the field they goal. They had t- 18 more yards. Congrats. 
They didn't look they like the better. The they did not look like the better team. No, it was definitely Tennessee. Yeah, Hooker's, Hooker was the best quarterback on the field. He was. Yeah. No doubt about it. He had three, and and I'll jump right into it. My player of the week, Hendon Hooker. 22 for 28, had 350 passing yards, two touchdowns, and then a thir- 13 yards, 112, or 13 carries, 112 yards, and a touchdown uh, rushing. He he was the best player in college football this week. Most certain, and, and most certainly had the way more yards and four touchdowns. And he threw total. and he threw a pick. And he threw one pick. Okay, that's still better than Hinden Hooker. If you watch the game, if you watch the game, Anthony Richardson. A lot of this was in 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 garbage time in the fourth yeah, well, quarter. Yeah, did they backdoor cover? They did. If you watch this game, Hinden Hooker was far and away the best player in this game. There, there's no doubt about it. Anthony Richardson. He's a, he's a good quarterback, but he's not. He was not the best quarterback this week. He certainly wasn't the best quarterback. You know what I'm going to say though? I think this was the best. I think this solidifies Neyland as the best stadium in the country because that place. Neyland, is- Neyland looks so fun. I I really want to go to a game there. Uh, there, if you follow the the podcast uh, Twitter account, the Chopping Block, uh, I was retweeting a lot of a lot of uh, Tennessee game day atmosphere stuff. It looked like they were having a blast there. I think my favorite picture was a guy who had painted his beard. Uh, uh, orange and white uh, checkered like in the stadium it was it was beautiful it was a it was a sight to see so uh, this was they had tony v there too man the hottest man in college baseball <laughs> of course florida's one was 16 out of the past 17 i uh, i believe before so. this game so it was the biggest tennessee spread for tennessee since 1995 tennessee yeah. uh definitely got some some revenge there uh broke that streak so I don't know. I mean, I think Tennessee fans need to start getting the cigar shopping for when they roll into Bama and beat them in a couple weeks. So I think Tennessee's probably one of the better teams in the country. I think you should put Tennessee in the playoff where they sit right now, top five in the country. Yeah, I mean, they they if if you're not doing preseason rankings and just based off of of how teams looked, I think you could definitely make that argument for Tennessee. Uh, it's gonna get weird this weekend though at LSU. All right, yeah, I guess it's at LSU playing. They play. They play at two LSU weeks, yeah. two weeks. So they're on a bye week. Then they play LSU, Bama. So if they can, if they can go one and one in those games, I mean LSU. We can we can jump into the LSU <laughs> thing. They're they're a really mixed bag. You don't know what you're gonna get because they looked like crap against Florida State, and but they, they played very well against Mississippi State. Yes, yeah, I mean they they, they out schemed the Pirate, which is yeah. really hard to do. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it right now. I think Tennessee upsets either Alabama or Georgia. I'm willing I'm willing to go that far. I was saying Alabama. Like I said, I got a couple friends that go to Tennessee. I think if you're a Tennessee fan, you got to go cigar shopping. And, and Bama will be coming off of playing uh, A&M the week before. They'll be, I mean, I think they'll beat A&M, but I think they'll be a little beat up. That's usually a physical game. So that's that's kind of a prime time, uh, a prime spot for uh, Tennessee to meet. And A&M's going to expose Alabama too, just because of the way the nature of how Jimbo is. With yeah, no, and stuff like that. Anum yeah. plays to yeah. their opponent's level. Jimbo will have a scheme for him. Jimbo had probably, I think that was one of the best schemes I've seen against in, in, in a game. Than, uh, yeah, like of all year last. And year. Hooker's like, better than Johnson, so if Jimbo exposes stuff and Max Johnson just doesn't get it done, Hinton Hooker's going to expose him even more. I mean, Tennessee is a fun team to watch. They're they're kind of the, the darlings right now, given that App State lost. They're uh, your uh, your September national champions. Yeah. All right. Well, enough said about that. Next game, uh, unfortunate ending to this game. Wait before before we move on to that game, Falcons Seahawks thirty four points so far in, in the second quarter with four minutes to go. Absolutely so crazy game. Destroyed. The over was forty three points, oh, and there's wow. already thirty four in with with still plenty of time left in the. Did second. you see Aaron Jones fumble at the one too? Yeah, <laughs> but I think the Packers are still up fourteen to three. If I 
Incorrect. Yeah, 14 to 3. So they're still having a great game. All right. Uh, like I said, on to the next game. Uh, this game was an unfortunate ending. Both Timmy Jernigan's and I picked Washington State to beat Oregon for the upset. I believe Washington State was up by like almost two touchdowns. Like they like were up five by minutes. 12 points with six minutes left. I mean, and, and then Oregon. And then just, they were down by double digits. Yeah, and, and then they were, were down shocked. by double digits, and they had a backdoor cover for the for the, to, to win the spread. But, man, they blew it in the end. I, I was hoping for it. I love Washington State's one of my favorite teams. Uh, loved them when Mike Leach was there. I, I wish Mike Leach was still there. He was just. I know. He was just so fun there. I don't know if Mike Leach is the man for the job at Mississippi State. Well, like, we'll get into that later. But, yeah. yeah, I love this. I'm a closet Oregon stan. I love the state of Oregon. Them and Oregon State. I really love this game as an Oregon fan. It almost feels like the turning point because they got, you know, absolutely embarrassed on national TV. And, you know, this is another one of those games where, yeah, I mean, I think Washington State's a little bit improved, but... You know they're almost like tech, and they're, they're just slowly moving up the yeah. rankings too. No one, e- no one's even talking. Kind of reminds me. Remember when they up. had Lamichael James and they got embarrassed by LSU, yeah. and then they kind of rose back into the rankings. They're just kind of. I like think they lost. To, they lost up. to somebody stupid that year. In what they're world? In right what now, world no should, should Oregon be ranked ahead of AM? I'm sorry, like they 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 have one win over BYU. I mean, they have the better quality win, uh, loss. George's Do they that like Georgia's better than no, but no, a hundred percent. But like, would you rather lose forty nine to three to Georgia or a close one like with players out? I, yeah, I like I say, our, our I, Miami win is also super discredited now that they lost to Middle Tennessee State. Yeah, but the BYU and, but win also, also but, but also like college, college football's momentum because like if if Miami wins that game against us, like they could have beaten Middle Tennessee. I like I don't know like that like. Like, having a bad loss can get you down and affect next week's performance. So, I don't know. Like, yeah, Miami doesn't look great after that Middle Tennessee loss, but, like, I don't know. They're still undefeated in ACC because they haven't played in ACC. There you go. There you go. So, I don't know. I I think the AP poll this year is weird. But it means nothing in the end. Uh, Yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, yeah, sad, sad loss for the Cougs. Uh, my, I guess one of my favorite moments of this weekend was the Oregon Duck tweeted, uh, "Call a, call me um, Young Gravy." The way I'd be taking out these Cougs. Uh, of course, they took down BYU and Washington State in back-to-back weeks. So uh, that was probably my tweet of the week. But all right, uh, next game: Baylor at Iowa State. I liked Iowa State here. Iowa State did not. Want to win this game? Apparently, that was my clip of the week. Was uh, Matt Campbell just going crazy with the signs of grief after they had a penalty, an egregious penalty call? And 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 what sucks about Iowa State losing this game more than anything is, I believe if Iowa State won this game, game day probably would have been Iowa State at Kansas next week. Instead, it is Kentucky and Ole Miss. Ole Miss. That might be one of the worst game days. Which is like, like who gives a fuck? Like I don't know, like it, it. Yeah, the quarterback's weird. Like it's it's two teams that I feel like haven't really been talked about a ton this year, but and I, who I think got a ton of hype at the start. They did, but like they're not. Like can't, everyone's talking about Kansas right now. I don't know. I Kansas has a legitimate shot to go six and zero this year, and, and maybe they'll get game day against OU. But we'll just have to see about that. I, other than that, like I don't know. Did y'all watch this game? I didn't really. I, I was keeping up with it on my phone, but. I didn't get a tune in. No, I don't watch it. After they got rid of Art Bryles, man, I haven't been following Baylor. Uh, yeah, Iowa State, 27 carries for 66 yards. Not good enough. Yeah. Quarterback threw two interceptions. 
So it just turnovers. There, there, I guess. Rushing. I guess the one thing I saw about this game. Did y'all see that terrible uh, targeting call? That's what I'm talking about. That's what he was bitching about. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Was that one. You got to see the video. That was. Oh my god, horrendous. We'll link it on the Twitter page, but he goes through like the five signs of grief of like anger, bargaining. It yeah. was hilarious. Now I don't like Baylor, man. After Ann Richards got them into the Big Twelve, man, they've been dead to me. I don't like Baylor. Either. No, I mean I'm glad they're getting. Left I hate behind. Texas. I hate yeah. Baylor. I'm glad they're getting left behind. All right. Well, speaking of teams we hate, Texas versus Texas Tech. Uh, fantastic game. Like I said earlier, great week. Great weekend to be an Aggie. Uh, Texas was up. By how much in this game? Are they up double digits? In this yeah, game? they're up double digits. Up double digits, blew the lead to Tech. They so Tech went up, uh, I believe, with less than a minute left or about a minute maybe. Uh, they went up three points, and then Texas drove down the field. This game was very anti-college kicker. The kickers were making everything. Uh, kickers came in clutch, got got Texas to overtime. Then, of course, Bijan Robinson, Bijan Mustard Man. Uh, fumbled the ball, gave the ball to Tech, and, and Tech got an easy chip shot to win the game. Uh, Tech fans rushed the game. It was it was a great atmosphere. Tech's, Tech's one of those teams that, like, this is the game they live and die for. Like, if they beat Texas, it was a good year, and and it, it, the atmosphere definitely reflected that. So, I don't know. Y- y'all got anything on this game? I wanted a meteor shower to hit both so both the teams could just die. Because, I, unpopular opinion, but... Uh, McGee um, thinks Tech fans are worse than Texas fans. Baylor Cup did have... Wow, I didn't know yes. Baylor Cup transferred to Tech. Yeah, I... Ex-Aggie. I loved Baylor, the Baylor Cup redemption game. I think that this is the game that, you know, when I get in Twitter fights with Texas fans about A-Chain being better than Bijan, this is the game I'm going to point to. Because he's supposed to be some hotshot big player, and then he's the single reason they lost the game. And don't give me this crap that, oh, you know, if Quinn was playing, man, this would have been different. No. And that is part of football. Like injuries are part of football. Yeah. I, I mean, I do agree. I think they would have won with Quinn, but yeah. And if but, I did study harder for the ACT, I'd be a Cornell fan. Like, coulda, woulda, shoulda. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, the the thing is, is like Texas, and, and you know, this is gonna sound. I guess uh, I'm a hypocrite for saying this, but like Texas has out recruited Tech. They should be beating Tech. No, they have the scheme though. They just don't have the players, even though they've. Recruited at high levels since Bill Clinton was president. But, oh, they have the scheme. I hate Sark, man. He is a trash person. He's a horrible coordinator. And they always make excuses for him. They're like, Sark's the 12th man. Sark's the 12th man. But every time when it comes down to it, Sark is terrible. Uh, do you want me to read you the the um, thread between my mother and my uncle last night? For the record, uh, after, uh, after this game... For the record, his uncle is a graduate of uh, St. Edward's University, my, my so uncle, he didn't even attend the University my, of Texas. My uncle is the biggest Texas fan, and, and he fits the stereotype. Didn't go to Texas, but oh my god, does he suck their dicks. Uh, Alright, starts with this. My mom says, Texas loses to unranked Tech. A&M beats number 10, Arky. Suck my dick. And then and then her brother's name. So Your mom uh, said that? Yeah, my mom said that to her brother. <laughs> Uh, my uncle, you know, talking shit about App State, we both suck, blah, blah, blah. I texted and said, it was a tweet, Jimbo Fisher has more ranked wins in the past eight days than Steve Sarkeesian does in his entire tenure at Texas. I said, facts don't care about your feelings. 
He replies, first off, you should watch your fucking tongue with me, you hostile, thin-skinned turd. Who the fuck do you think you are yelling at me like that? A Get a fucking of, grip. A, a graduate of the school. You <laughs> Get a fucking grip. Uh, he said, A&M hasn't won a conference title since Clinton was being blown. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was a great game. I mean, he was fucking pissed. He was so pissed. I'll be too, man. It's probably the second saddest day of his life. First is when Texas rejected him. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, I'm gonna send that to him. That was good. Uh, all right, enough enough said about uh, this game. I'll I'll be drinking that uh, those Texas tears for the next week. So who do they play next week? I think they play they play West Virginia. Yeah. Hopefully, play. hopefully they lose to West Virginia. I'm I don't not... know West Virginia. I think that'll be a good barometer game. I think Texas will play these games close. Uh, you were you were talking earlier about the hateful eight. You wanna you wanna talk about that a little bit because <laughs> I you know eight. more about that than I do. I yeah, think that's funny. So, though. so the remaining teams in the Big Twelve that are not going to the ACC, so everyone but OU and Texas are calling themselves the hateful eight, and their whole goal this season is to do nothing but beat Oklahoma and the University of Texas, and they are so far two and zero. They have not lost to Texas or OU yet. So good for them. Yeah, uh, here let me let me pull up the Big Twelve standings right now. It's uh, Kansas, right? It, it, you know, after week one, because Kansas played a uh, they played West Virginia, I guess week two. So if everyone was joking. That's what I was saying. Is that, they're I, the only team with that was one and zero in Big Twelve play. But now eight teams have played uh, in the Big Twelve, and Kansas is the only four and zero team, and is the only team that is. Uh, or they're, they're sitting atop of, of the conference right now while OU and Texas are both 0-1 in conference play. So, love to see it. Uh, that'll be interesting, though, with West Virginia because I think that'll really prove kind of how good Kansas is because was like I remember when Kansas lost, we like, oh, I guess West Virginia sucks. But it'll be really interesting to see kind of how they play against Texas. I mean, Kansas, I think, is a legitimate team. Like, I don't think they're going to be going I mean, to the New Year's Six Bowl. But, like, I, like, they could win. I think they're going to make a bowl game. At this point, it would be hard for them not to, I think. I like, I, I don't know. There's a legitimate shot that come November, Kansas is a betting favorite against Texas. That's all I gotta say. Uh, all right, and to end it, we'll go right into that. Duke at Kansas should have been game day. Uh, was robbed. It was a good game, but you know, Kansas got the win. Uh, who's their quarterback? Is it Jaden or Jalen? Jalen. Jalen Daniels, uh, nominee for Player of the Week. 324 yards passing, four touchdowns, 98.3 QBR, uh, and had another 83 yards on the ground and another touchdown. So uh, five all-purpose touchdowns, played lights out again this week. I mean, he's got to be up there uh, for quarterbacks with the most touchdown in, in, in college football right now. So he's fun to watch. Kansas is like legitimately a fun team to watch this year, which is just like mind-blowing. So uh, they'll, be pl- they'll be taking on Iowa State next week. I think that's their first like real test. Iowa State's trash. That's not the test. But but the thing is, it's like Iowa State's physical. Like I could see how they could beat West Virginia, but like Iowa State, like I don't know. Like I'll, I mean, okay. So I will say this: if it was anybody but Kansas, I would say like oh. But like I mean, this is baby steps with Kansas. Like them, like I think the three worst teams were at the start of the year were Kansas, Iowa State, and TCU. So again, like I said, it's Kansas, so it's kind of baby steps. So we're talking about them being a top twenty-five team. I think we kind of pumped their brakes because they could very easily be six and zero, and their next six games, I don't think they'll be favored in any of them. What in the, in the latter half of the season? Yes. <clears throat> Actually, I bet you they have a chicken shit road, the chicken shit non-conference game of that. I don't know. I think that 
Yeah, I mean, they could definitely finish the year losing yeah, six, six games. But yeah, I think I think they'll rob some. I think they'll get away with some. I think they're, like I said, I think that they are they were, I mean, everybody had them at the bottom of the Big 12, but I think that 8 and 9 were TCU and Iowa State in that order. So mm-hmm. it'll be really interesting to see kind of, you know, I mean, it's a big step for them because I don't think they've won six games since uh, 2007. that skinny version of Sam Pittman yeah. was coaching them. <laughs> All right, well, actually, I have, yeah. I have to step away and take a call real fast, so we're going to put a quick pause, but we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Uh, we're going to be doing our segments. Again, we got five segments. We'll, we'll have Team of the Week, Player of the Week, Play of the Week, Surprise Team of the Week, and Clip of the Week. Uh, why don't you take it away with uh, for us, Mad Dog McGee? Who's your Team of the Week? Uh, my Team of the Week is uh, Oregon. I know we touched on it earlier. Um, so we did the deep dive earlier, but yeah, I mean, I know that they got embarrassed by Georgia, but Oregon, you know, to come back in the way that they did, I think that that's going to be a season defining moment. And, you know, the Pac-12 North is kind of getting into a little bit of a tougher stretch here with Washington being a little bit better. So this is one of those games that if Oregon, you know, expects to be at the Rose Bowl that they had to win. And I feel really good as an Oregon State fan after that one. Uh, all right. I like, I like the pick. What about you? I have Minnesota as my team of the week. I thought that it would be a decently tough game, at least in the first half against Michigan State, because this was the game that was really going to define their season. Hungry Dog runs faster, but P.J. Fleck and Minnesota, they were ruling the boat all day. Minnesota played great. I think they won 31-3. to Great game. Yeah, and for my team of the week, uh, I kind of had a hard time picking this. I was kind of bouncing between Tennessee and Ohio State, and I inevitably went with Ohio State, uh, that that game was just all around fun to watch. You know, I picked Wisconsin for the outright win, uh, just for fuck's sake last week. Why wow, was horrible? I I, kn- I know it was a bad it was a bad pick. Look, I wasn't dying on the hill. I just wanted I wanted a crazy pick. To, I wanted to speak it into existence. I didn't. Oh yeah, I was my wrong. crazy pick was Kansas State. That my, was a great pick. My crazy great pick, pick would be Wisconsin winning a meaningful game since Russell Wilson. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> I, I Ohio State, you know. Of course, they've been good this year, but they played Notre Dame pretty close. This was their second like decent team they played, and they absolutely slaughtered them. Uh, this was like one of the coolest atmospheres I've ever I think I've ever seen in college football. Again, I, I posted on the Twitter. Had I known Ohio State's fans were wearing all black, I would never have have picked Wisconsin. Uh, I knew it was over the second they walked out there, and it was just completely black. That was so insane to watch. I knew it was over when they rolled out. Uh the Big Ten version of Bo Nix and Graham Merritt. Yeah. That dude's trash. Yeah, I remember when people thought Graham Merritt was going to win the Heisman after, after one game. He's figured it out. He's turned the corner. Um. So, yeah, enough of that. Ohio State, again, I I had I picked them to win the national championship preseason, so I think they, they still got a chance for that. They're looking good. Uh, definitely going to be in the playoffs. So, uh, My player of the week, touched on it earlier. Touched on it earlier. Hendon Hooker. Best quarterback uh, Best name. in America right now. Be- one, a great college name, Hendon Hooker. Yeah, we love Hooker. Uh, we do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I mean, the this the resume speaks for its Hooker. the this resume speaks for itself. Hookers, because we like Malik too. Oh yeah, we're Malik. big Malik, Malik Hooker. fans. Yeah, Hookers. Uh, I I haven't looked at like the betting odds for Heisman, but I'd assume Hendon Hooker is he's got to be up there, right? I mean, I feel like Bryce. Uh, Bryce Young isn't going to win it again. Cause I don't think he's going to win again, but like I feel like he's still the betting favorite for some stupid reason. Or Spencer. 
At what point are people going to start talking about uh, Jalen Davis, though, for, for the Heisman? Who's that? The fucking Kansas quarterback. Oh, you mean Jalen Daniels, you Jaylen, fucking Muppet. Jalen yeah. Davis. Yeah. Jalen Daniels was at Pitt. It is Jalen Daniels. That's Jalen Daniels. Daniels. I misspoke. I'm sorry. I'm going to edit that out so I sound smart. All right. uh, What about you? Who's your your player of the week? Uh, My player of the week was the guy who scored more touchdowns and got more total yards by about 50 in that game, Anthony Mm. Richardson. Oh, oh, wait. You mean the the garbage time? Yeah. The backdoor cover. Doesn't matter. Uh, The Notre Dame special. Wait, the guy who who is currently 2-2 and and, and... more didn't win his team the game. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't know okay, that record guy. before this game mattered. That, that, I thought that it was game. player of the week. No, no, you are right. Player the of the, guy no, that no. defense is saying. In all, fairness, of the week. in all fairness, you are right about this. This, that it, this is just this week. Yeah. However. More it, yards, more touchdowns. The you, only you, time you, that he did is, wrong was throw one interception. interception. I think, he threw one interception. You, you, I think you That's are in love difference. with Anthony Richardson. There were three guys I think you could have picked for player of the week. Hennon Hooker was one. I don't even think he was the Adrian Martinez was another. And Jalen Daniels was the third. Anthony Richardson was not player of the week. He's I'm sorry. Dog How could you I'm tell sorry. me a guy puts up four touchdowns and 515 yards by himself and he's not the player of the week? Because he lost the fucking game. Doesn't matter. Yes. Hey, my player of the week was Will Rogers. I know that they played a bad, bad <laughs> Bowling Green team. But you gotta hear these. But, yeah, what the fuck is that pick? Too? Thirty-eight. I'm sorry, that's a terrible pick too. Thirty-eight of forty-nine for four of six, six touchdowns. Broke the um, Single season passing touchdowns at Mississippi State. Um, really like that. You know, I really like it too as an in fan because Mike Leach never seems to call two games good in a row. So I'm glad he, you know, blew his load on Bowling Green. Blew um, his load on Bowling Green. Yeah. I don't think that sentence has ever been said before. All right. Uh, <laughs> on to play of the week. My play of the week. Uh, I mean, the oink doink. We should talk about the podcast's play of the week was the oink doink. The oink. Well, my, that was my play of the week. Yeah, you stole it from us. It was, it was the oink doink. Yeah. The oink doink. Forever. Shameful. Whenever that happens, I think it will be called the oink doink. I, I've, have y'all ever seen that happen before? Where it bounces off the top of the upright? I, no. I don't think I've ever seen that. I've seen it. Well, what makes me mad is Maybe like a Arkansas. Video. I, I've seen it go right over the top before, which is. A no miss. good field goal, yeah. and Arkansas thinks that if it didn't hit the top of the upright, it was in, but it wasn't because it went over. Well, the Arkansas right side fans of the aren't the brightest, man. Yeah, Most of them are just the... kids from Dallas suburbs that didn't get into their first school, so or second school, really. Yeah, or meth heads who yeah. live in Arkansas. Yeah, and so. I really I love the Arkansas fans who are like at least I don't live in a college station. It's like, well, I mean, your state's famous for Walmart. Are we really? I don't know. I think I'd rather live in Fayetteville than College Station, but. Um... I don't know. Uh big that fumble by, by the Bucks right there. All right, uh play of the week to me, Jernigans. Play of the week is the Bijan Robinson fumble on I think it was first. Nah, I love it, man. First down. I wish I could I put mean, their tears in there the is nothing cup. that I love more than Texas fucking up and fucking up against Tech in overtime. Absolutely a fantastic way to end the with game. With Bijan too because they're in love with Bijan. And Jacksonville, the Jacksonville Jaguars have scored a touchdown scores. and are about to go up 23 to 10 on the Los well, Angeles I mean, Chargers. Jacksonville is good this year. Not, maybe not I'm going to say it. Maybe not 23. Unless they miss the extra yeah, point. Was, but. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. Extra there. points are hard. We found out that, that my, kicking is hard. My so. play of the week was uh, Missouri's management at the end, jumping off sides on a kick that wins you the game, and then just uh, dropping the ball as you're going to run in. And, you know, their nerdy little Jonah Hill coach. Is he on the hot seat? Or do people just not care? Yeah, he's he's on the hot seat. 
Do they even have a hot seat in Missouri? I don't I feel know. Like they don't, it's like Probably having the not. Missouri is the luckiest team uh, through this whole kind of conference realignment. If they didn't come with A and M in twenty twelve, they're going to be left in the dust in in the Big Twelve. So they, them in Colorado. I guess, no, Colorado's in Nebraska. In Nebraska, Nebraska, Nebraska. I don't know, I think Nebraska would... would. I don't know, Nebraska is, is the worst, I think, athletic department across all sports that people care about. Uh, I know they have a good volleyball team, I guess who gives may, a shit? Maybe that people care I mean, maybe about. Arkansas does, because they have to, you know, Sam Pittman steals their bras. Alright, <laughs> on to the surprise teams of the week. You want to start with yours? Yours, yours kind of uh, is interesting to me, I have to say. I don't know... Who's yours? You. Okay. Oh, mine is UCLA. Um, I know that there was a lot of talk that... Like, she, like what was surprising about that? I don't know. I just feel like everything... UCLA has just been constantly getting clowned by the media because they only had 4,000 students show up. Which, by the way, you know, I know the excuse that they gave was it was move-in day. Shouldn't there be more fans there if it was move-in day? Like, the parents are in town, and they destroyed a subpar Colorado team. I know that there were a lot of people in the media that were like, ooh, New Colorado. It's kind of like, you know... The dog that you find in the yard, where it's like, oh, it's cute, let's let it in. People wanted Colorado to come out and show this, and UCLA just squashed them. I love to see it. All right. My my team of the week, surprise team of the week, is Middle Tennessee State. They made Miami look absolutely foolish. Tyler Van Dyke got pulled from the game, and they put in Miami put in Jake Garcia. I love Jake Garcia. So so good on Middle Tennessee. Their quarterback threw for four hundred and eight yards, three touchdowns. For those that may have forgot, Jake Garcia's parents got a divorce so he could play high school football during COVID. And yeah, I mean, recovered two fumbles as well. Miami Just, not looking too hot right now. Some call them the uh, UCLA of the East. With their uh, with their fans not showing up to games, hey, they're still in play for the ACC title, though. I mean, this doesn't change anything with this Middle Tennessee that, State that is, loss. That is know? true. All right, and my surprise team of the week, Kansas State. Uh, I don't know. Oklahoma- How's that surprising? They've Be- beat them four of the last five years. Because I thought Oklahoma looked like a top four team in the country before this week, and again, I I didn't hate the pick. I I said on the podcast last Friday, like I could see Kansas State winning this game, but nonetheless, I thought. I thought Oklahoma was going to win, and so I was, I mean, I guess it's not a good surprise if I thought maybe they could win, but nonetheless, I the, the I guess what I was surprised by was their performance. I mean, they, they didn't just hang on. They looked very dominant in the game, so. All right, our final segment, clip of the week. My clip of the week is an NFL clip. Ken, Ken Dorsey absolutely freaking the fuck out after the Bills lost. Uh, the Bills, they were down by two against Miami. And they just couldn't snap the ball in time to get one one last uh, playoff. Ken Dorsey just grabs his iPad, just starts throwing it against the window. Window. Someone comes in and grabs the camera uh, and, and turns it off. But uh, I mean, everyone listening to this, the thousands of people, uh, you'll, I'm sure you've all seen it on Twitter. So, and and Timmy Jernigan's my video or clip of the week, I guess, is. Everyone doing horns down in front of the mascot, and then after Tech stormed the field, oh, yeah, they, they trucked it. one of the Texas players, and it was—it's like really, yo, I didn't see that. And yeah. it's like, yo, if I was out there, like that—that that wouldn't be—I wouldn't allow it to happen, you know. I'm—I I would truck the fan instead, you know. I, I would. They trucked the Texas player. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but yeah. like I, if I was out there, I wouldn't let that happen to me, you know. Right, I wouldn't right. stand for that. I don't know about that, Timmy Jernigan. Hey, hey, all I'm saying is, if I was there, it would have been. Different. It would have been different, you know. 
And I mean, like, decleated. And it was some fat Texas tech fan. You know, this guy just, his dad works on an oil rig. Look at that, dude. <laughs> oh, man. This dude is wearing, like, the, the CG. That's the such CG. an asshole move. Yeah. All right, and what was your... Mine was Curtis the Buckeye getting decleated by a foam ball. By a hamster ball. Oh, sorry, a hamster ball. One of those that you hide inside and you bump people around. You know, like bubble soccer? He got like, and I I mean decleated, like his feet were above his head at one point. I guess, I guess an honorable mention for me would have been, uh, and I guess this wasn't, I mean, I guess it was a clip, the Louis Louis Vuitton shoes that, uh, was it Harrison was wearing? Yeah, Marvin uh, Harrison. And the Jr. Apple Watch? Yeah. And the people the, were saying, the oh, Louis Vuitton shoes were some of the coldest shoes I've ever seen in my life. Those those were sick. And the Apple Watch that people were saying was illegal. Yeah. <laughs> was I, it at the playbook? And I guess to wrap up our college football talk, we'll, we'll kind of touch on the AP poll. Timmy Jernigans doesn't like talking about it, so it'll probably just be me and uh, Mad Dog. But uh, not much movement in top five. USC up one. Kind of surprised Kentucky didn't jump USC here. I don't know. I mean, I guess Kentucky, I wouldn't say Kentucky's looked better, but USC hung on there against Oregon State uh, and moved up. But Tennessee up three spots, number eight. I think they, they, should, be I, higher, they, they should be higher, higher than higher. Kentucky. Tennessee should be number six right now. Uh, I put them above Clemson and Michigan. They better yeah. win. They better wins. Pitt is Pitt and Florida Two. are better than anyone Michigan has. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma State stayed the same. Penn State, NC State move. I mean, a bunch of teams Penn just moving up. Penn State's overrated. Penn State's overrated. I think Oregon's overrated. Oh, Ole Miss. News, college football news. Georgia Tech, as of four minutes ago, Georgia Tech has fired coach Jeff Collins as of four minutes ago. Interesting. Um, Not that. Who gives a fuck, though, really? I mean, he, who he gives a fuck? News? I don't know. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I'm glad you announced who it. Gives I'm, not, I'm not saying who gives a fuck <laughs> to you saying that. I'm just saying, like, like... Yeah, who, who are the top? Who are the top three programs that like no one gives a fuck about? Georgia, Georgia I mean, Tech is Jeff up. Collins was the one that moved made, away from the triple option. And made, the, remember, he tried to do the whole ATL shit, like Dallas. Yeah. I guess I would say the three worst programs are Colorado, Nebraska, and Wake Forest in terms of just relevancy. Georgia Tech is worse than Colorado. I don't know. They have uh, this guy named John Heisman. Was their coach? Yeah, they were good in like the fucking early nineteen yeah, hundreds, but like their program does not give a fuck about their athletics. Yeah, that's been the downfall of Georgia Tech football. Nebraska you know, cares about their athletics; they just suck at their athletics. Uh, all right, yeah, just a touch more on the AP. A and M up six spots to to number seventeen. Overrated. I, I didn't think Arkansas was very. OU good. down twelve to eighteen. Arkansas down ten. Florida State finally ranked. Finally ranked them. Uh, and Kansas. Which hold on, Perks, you didn't say you were very angry in the pre-show that Florida State wasn't ranked before we pointed out to you that they were in fact ranked. Yes, I saw someone's uh, prediction, uh, AP poll predictions, and I thought it was the AP poll. So I like the cues. Thank man. you, thank you for Kansas ranking Florida comes State. Kansas at number twenty-six as well. Yes, Kansas right on the edge there. Uh, Rank Kansas, you cowards! I know Houston's better. Way I swear to God, if they lose next week and don't get ranked, or if they lose next week and like they just never get ranked this season, I think they're the longest drought of any Power Five team between rankings. We need no because maybe or, when they had a or Georgia the, Tech, did Franklin? No, Georgia Tech. Uh, Georgia Tech was good a few years. ago. Yeah, they they beat Mississippi State in the Orange Bowl a few years ago. Before you know Jeff Collins. All right, um, yeah, drop from rankings, Florida, Texas, Miami. So, bad week to be from Florida unless you're uh, FSU. I know, and DeSantis. 
All right, and that's going to wrap it up for our college football talk, and uh, I guess we'll talk about the the noon games. Well, hold on. Can we talk about the Thursday game? Thursday. Here, wait one second. Yeah. All right, and we're back with our noon games. Uh, I don't even know why he paused there because uh, Floyd Pinkerton uh, does not want to join us today the for fake some reason. God. He says he's fake God, so he does not want to join us. I guess recapping what we what we predicted. I mean, we're only this is only the Newton game so far, so I guess we'll finish up uh, later after after all the games are finished. But let's see what we had. I had upset of the week: Bengals at Jets. That didn't go well. Waka Flocka Flocko uh, had a dud of a game. Uh, played pretty shitty. Didn't have many points in fantasy. I know something people picked him off, off up off the waiver wire. A so game. Uh, back I'm sorry. Time. I'm sorry for that. My other pick was Ravens minus two and a half. I, did, I do believe that hit. Let's see. I think they beat the Pats. Yep, 37-26. So uh, there it is, locks of the week. And my game of the week was Lions-Vikings. It was a close game, so I'm happy with that one. What do you, what do you got, uh, Timmy Jarnigans? How are you feeling about your, your picks? Uh, not, not super great. Chiefs did not win. Lions choked with a minute left in the fourth quarter. So, give me the Lions. And Packers Bucks are current is currently ongoing. Uh, Packers are up fourteen to three in the third quarter. I picked the Bucks to win, so not not looking good for me so far. I picked the Texans to win. That didn't happen. I picked the Bills to win. That didn't happen. And we'll jump right into the games. The Kansas City Chiefs. At the Indianapolis Colts. Oh man, I I am a Chiefs fan, so this game this game hurt a lot. Uh, Harrison Butker, we need you back asap. Uh, there is two missed field goals, I believe. Uh, we botched a fake field goal. Really, really, but fuck the Chiefs over more than anything. Uh, Chris Jones at the end of the game giving just a free 15-yard penalty first down when the Chiefs had nailed the Colts back on 4th and 14. Uh, I don't know, man. This this just this hurt. Our, uh, another game, I, I guess we'll touch on the Thursday night game a little bit, even though we touched it on Friday's podcast because Mad Dog McGee is a bandwagon. He was a Texans fan his whole life, has season tickets still to Texans games, correct? Is this a correct statement? Or Yes, this is true. Uh, but, but his girlfriend is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and so he has decided, because the Texans are a poverty franchise, to become a Steelers fan, and uh, they're not much better right now. So how, how do well, you feel? They're much be- I, we need to get Big Ben to be the offensive coordinator, because... You know, that game on Thursday, you know, being a Steelers fan and an A&M fan, it's been tough. I love offense. I'm a big offensive guy. But, man, it's been tough to watch. Um, you know, Big Dick Mitch didn't play very, very good. They're not getting the ball to Najee enough. They're not getting the defense off the field. Um, it's just terrible all around. The vibes are not good. It's a sad day. It's a bad day. It was a catastrophe. Yeah. It was a catastrophe today. It was a catastrophe today. Timmy, um, who's your NFL team? Are we all over three for NFL? Teams? I mean, I guess if I had to choose one, it would be the Cowboys, just because I'm from Dallas, but I don't really watch the NFL at all. Well, I, mean, I guess I'll. Uh, the Texans, <laughs> that's just such bullshit. The Texans. All also we've lost, done. So. We have not I mean, missed. I don't, we, I don't, we we watch football all day Sunday. We watch the Monday night games. We watch the Thursday night games. I don't care. Though. We watch. 
all the NFL games <laughs> together. You watch more NFL games than me. What? This is actually the first NFL Sunday that I've actually sat down and watched games. Well, yeah, I guess so. What, what I think you mean to say is you don't like NFL as much as college. Oh, yeah. But no, you watch plenty plenty of the NFL. Well, maybe you like the Saints. You, yeah, seem, I'll be a Saints You guy. seem like a Saints guy. I'll be a Saints Now you're a Raiders guy. fan. Cause you're I'm a Raiders Oh, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. don't even get me fucking yeah, started. He likes rugs. Fuck the yeah. Raiders. I love rugs, actually. You know what? I, you know, um, Perks, I, I do feel pretty good about our bet now seeing rugs out there training. I feel really good about that bet. Really? Yes. We have a bet on a on a case of beer that Henry Ruggs does not play a game of football after uh, November first, twenty twenty one, for two years from that date. So I'm almost halfway there. Uh, barring something crazy and Henry Ruggs getting picked up in the off season, I'm I'm gonna be getting a free case of beer. So what if he makes a practice squad? Does that count? Uh, we said play a game. Dress. So like we said play in a game. So is, is running out of the tunnel count as playing? No. So like we remember, said play if well, he, if he's on for a kickoff, sure. So what about like when Josh, playing no, in no, the no, game? What about like Josh Gordon with the Chiefs? Where that, that he plays year, in games the year before when he like was on the team, but he didn't really play. That that's part. not is that playing? That's not playing in a game. What about Mooney for the Bears? Is that considered playing? Like you don't. Would you say Haynes King played in the game last night? I think. Well, I mean, like when Boast was dressing. He, I would consider him being, you know, dre- dressing for. The, I would consider you, dressing for the team playing. Uh, no, I would not. I would say I would. there's a distinct difference. You're them. on. You're. You have a uniform on. Yes. That is. That is being on the roster. Also, he's king. No, but base. we're not. We, the bet wasn't. You're on the roster. The the bet was playing in a game. For but him, if you, if you have the uniform on, there's a possibility. If there's no uniform, there's no. Possibility. If he plays in the game, then sure, but. He, it doesn't matter because he's going to be in fucking jail. So what you're saying is, is that you'll take my terms? No, I do not take your turn. There's no terms here. Right, no, it sounds like he's kind of nervous. He either yeah, yeah, plays yeah, in a game or he doesn't play in a game. He's kind of nervous. He's kind of nervous, man. If you're so sure that he wasn't going to even be on the team, you'd be okay with this. Asterisk. Don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to be playing it how, uh, how we agreed on it. Henry Ruggs so. needs to be free, though. Can we talk about that for a second? He was wrongfully accused. All right, next game up, Texans-Bears. Uh, again, Texans could have tied this game. Davis Mills the, to the dream for The dream for 0-1 and 16 is dead again. Uh, we're rooting for 0-2 and 15. Uh, other than that, I don't know. These are two poverty franchises. The fact that the Bears hey, but are... Can we talk about the Bears? That The helmet that they wore today, that 3-1, that's the best helmet the NFL has right now. They need to wear that. I like it. It's not my favorite. Would you say Michigan's is the is the best in the, in college? No, because they stole it from Princeton. How can you say that Michigan's isn't the best, but the Bears one is the best? Because Michigan's, if you're going to argue that, then Princeton has the best helmet in college football because Michigan no one just, watches Princeton. I do. Really? Yes. Who's their coach? I don't know, but I, one of their okay. captains I went to high school with. That's cool. Who's their quarterback? Uh, Hackenberg's little brother. What's his name? Hackenberg. What's their running back's name? Zamir. Really? No, I have no idea. But I didn't know who their linebacker is. That's cool. Uh, who? Well, I, don't asked. Wanna, I don't wanna name drop who him. Asked? I don't wanna name drop who, him. Who asked? I'm actually not supposed to be doing podcasts because I'm an NFL owner. If we're talking about alternate helmets, I think the best helmet in the NFL and really the best uh, regardless, I think, is the Bengals. Is the, Bengals. Yeah. the Bengals White is the best helmet. Um in the NFL, so Well we I mean, actually to be fair, we haven't seen the Bengals White, so we don't know how it's gonna look in person. 
Alright, uh... It could be like those Lions black jerseys during Color Rush. No, they, they, you didn't see out. that photo of Jamar in it? That doesn't come out yet. I don't think yeah, no, they, 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 they had a picture of it. But, like I said, you know, the Lions had black Color Rush jerseys, and they rolled them out there for, like, a press release, and they never wore them in a game. I, I, I'm pretty sure they're wearing these in game. I mean, they could, but right now... Oh, yeah, that's a fucking sick helmet. That's an edit. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, they you can't wear a blue visor like that. It's not. I mean, it's practice. I would say. I would still say. I don't know. I haven't seen it in person, so I don't know if it's like a mat. I don't know the, the shit. Because, like, for example, like the commanders when they first rolled out that they're gonna be black helmets, I was like, oh, those are the best helmets. But they're like not matte, so they look like shit. I would say I would still take the Bears three wing, you know, matter day helmets over. I think those are the best helmets in the NFL. All right, well, uh, on to our next game, Bills-Dolphins. This was the game of the week. Unfortunately, I, I wasn't game. really tuned into this game because I was so worried on the Chiefs, uh, and that was a heartbreaking loss. But, uh, yeah, the, the Dolphins, 3-0 and uh, with the Bills and Chiefs losing. Dolphins look like the best team in the AFC right now. Uh, could we get a Dolphins-Eagles Super Bowl? I don't think so. But the Eagles, I think the Eagles are going to win the NFC as of right now. They look like the best team in the NFC to me. So, I don't know. It sounds like y'all don't really care about NFL right now. I was, hey, there's one thing that I will say about that game is all the people that were coming for the Tua slander, they can all shove it. Uh, Tua is the best quarterback from that draft class. He just beat the best quote-unquote team in the favorite at home. And he single-handedly won that game. He came out of nowhere. Injured, concussion, balls out. Tua is the most disrespected quarterback, I think, in the NFL right now. Yeah, he is. Well, I think he's starting to get some some deserved respect. But, it's all right, we're gonna We're just going to end this because uh, I think Jonah Gens is, is being... What? Being, uh, being, being... Being what? Being soy. Uh, all right, well, um, was there any big news this weekend worth talking about? Uh, Jeff College just got chopped. Sam Pittman Jeff. is a fraud. Sam Pittman, not a fraud, but... Sam Pittman, it's because he's... It's Rihanna's same. performing the halftime show. It's an upgrade yeah. over Taylor Swift, it's that's Sam for sure. Sam Pittman has the fat paradox where he's going to get a pass because he's fat, and people like fat people. Sam Pittman, if Sam Pittman was a skinny guy, he would have already been fired. Sam Pittman's getting a pass because he's fat. Alright, well, signing off. This is Perks Nowinski. These nuts. Mad Dog. McGee. And, uh... What, what, what do you guys say? You got anything else to say? You can you close your remarks? anything else to say? And go... Fuck go yourself, pro- Miami. Go provolone cheese, making a comeback. Yeah. And go fuck yourself. Miami. Fuck yourself, Miami. Terrytown. Well, Hello, and welcome <laughs> to the 10th episode of the Chopping Block. Chopping Block. The Chopping Block Podcast. Chopping. I am your block. host, 60% owner, um... Of the podcast, Perksnowinski, here with 30% owner. Timmy Town. And uh, 5% owner. 4% owner. That's only 94%. 3% owner. I don't know who you're talking 2% to. 2% owner. <laughs> we're getting we're talking to. 1% owner. 
None of those are adding up to who I am, but my name's Jebediah. Okay, Jebediah, confirmed 1% owner. Uh, his own words, not mine. Um, yeah, we got a busy weekend in foot in the football world. Uh, just looking ahead at the games, this looks like the best weekend for both college and NFL, uh, just scheduling-wise. Uh, we're finally into you know conference games for college. NFL, we kind of know who's... We can see who's good, who's not good, um, or at least we have some idea of that. So there's, there's a couple key matchups this weekend that will most likely have playoff implications. So I guess to get things started, uh, I guess we, we already did our recap for last week. So it was, a, it was an all right weekend football. Not the best, but like I said, great slate this weekend. So looking forward to it. To jump right in uh, for college, because that's what we do first, uh, our Thursday night football game. I, I, I'm, I'm going to have no comments on this game. But I'm gonna let you take it away, Jebediah. Utah State at number 19, BYU. What do you think about this game? You know, I'm glad you asked. Okay, so I'm I glad think... I asked. I'm glad you're here for this game. Thank you, thank you. Utah State has lost a lot of production. I don't think they're the same team they were last year. Utah, Utah State didn't win last year against BYU, but uh. I would think you'd sound more excited about this game. You sound kind of bored by this game. Are you I'm, not, excited? I'm not bored, okay? I just wish BYU were playing Utah this year, which they are not, which is very sad. And they, they still play Utah State, which is a big uh, rivalry, but not as big as the Holy War, BYU-Utah. But I think BYU should have this at the bag. It's being played in Provo, okay? Not that Logan's very far from Provo. But I don't see any situation where BYU doesn't win this. I mean, well, they say Utah they, State fans travel like amazingly. So. Really? Well, you know, it's only an hour and a half drive south from Logan to Provo, so it's not a very long drive. Now, is it? And, and if they they're like Kylie Jenner, they could just get on a jet and get there in ten minutes. Is so. Kylie Jenner a Utah State fan? I would. Are we are we confirming that Kylie Jenner is in fact a Utah State? Fan? I could see it personally. Is she an Aggie? Which Can is, you confirm? She is a Utah State Aggie, not a Texas A&M Aggie. Okay, okay, well. What a, whoa, don't hate on New Mexico State Aggies. That's true, that's true. Oh. Oh, you are a hater confirmed. But no, I don't see a situation. I mean, with the way Jaron Hall's been playing, I mean, I, I think, honestly, they could put in a Baylor-Romney also and still win this mm. handily. So I, I don't see Could you rank the Utah schools from your favorite to least favorite? In terms of what? Like, your favorite Utah school and then your least favorite Utah school. In terms of that. In, t- in terms of your favoritism of the schools. Favoritism of the school. The former Dixie State, now Utah Tech University. That's number one? N- number one. Okay. Uh, Snow College, number two. Okay. Uh, University of S- Southern Utah. Let's go Thunderbirds. Mm. Go Thunderbirds. Honestly. We, we've been to we've been the hometown of uh, the Thunderbirds. Really? You've been to, uh, where is it? Is it St. George or Cedar City? Uh, I don't it? think it's either one of those. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, I think it's St. George, but it might be uh, Cedar City. We stopped at a Express in the city. I think it's Cedar City. It's Cedar City. We stopped. We stopped at a. At St. A, George isn't far. St. George is it's where Cedar, all. It's yeah. Cedar City. St. Yeah. George is where all the national parks are, but Cedar City is a very nice city as well. I have a number of Cedar friends C- go to yeah. Utah. The our companion who we traveled bad. with said the panda was terrible. I myself loved the panda. I thought it was fantastic. He really? loved the panda. Our third companion did was not like the panda. Was it in sandwich form? I've heard that if anything's no. in sandwich form, it's inedible. No. No, it was in. No, it was in fried rice. It was in fried rice and orange chicken form. Interesting. Interesting. 
Well, either way, uh, do you want me to keep ranking? How about you rank the okay. FBS programs? Okay. So I'm going to have to go with Southern Utah. Are Division they, One FBS programs. Uh, no, uh, they would be FCS. They're FCS. FCS, really? Oh, I thought I, I just thought they were. Uh, I thought we were going by F uh, by basketball Division One. <laughs> exactly. Because they're in that. We're gonna go by college football FBS since it's college football season. I believe there's three schools you have to rank. I know it's a tall order. <laughs> you know, in terms of football programs, I'm gonna go with BYU first. Okay, so you're a bandwagon. No. Utah's ranked above BYU. True. You, isn't Utah stupid. ranked 12? Yes, I'm stupid. In terms of universities, Utah State would be my favorite. Okay, but in the, the football program. Why don't we rank the three football programs? Who are you rooting for? If there's if there's a little round robin of if these. If there's a BYU-Utah game? Yes. I have such strong connections to both school. I'm likely to go for BYU, though. Jebediah is a practicing Mormon, for those who, who don't know. <laughs> really? That, that's what I'm being described as? Yes. All right. You're welcome to uh, think that. So, so BYU, Utah, Utah State? In terms of football yes. program? Yes. So not much okay. love for the Aggies. Well, Utah State would so be you my are favorite. If we're just by universities in the state of Utah, Utah State would probably be my favorite. All right. Enough about Utah. Um I don't know. This this will be an exciting. Do you, do you have nothing thing. to say about this game? I have absolutely nothing to say about this game. Um, no comment. Do you? Yeah. Jeb, or do you, do you, Timmy Jernigans? Anything to say about this game? BYU has way too much offense. I don't think it's going to be close. I would agree with that. I refuse to comment on this game. Yeah, you hate Provo or Logan? I actually really like Provo. What about Logan? I've slept in Provo, outside in Provo. Who's this Provo's man? Provo's a named lucky Provo. man, I guess. Yeah. Who's this guy? I watched Suicide Squad in Provo. With Provo. With Provo. Wow. Actually, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. I actually ate at Panda Express in Provo. I did not watch Suicide Squad. I watched Suicide Squad in Salt Lake City. Were you actually in Provo or were you in. No, I literally ate at the Panda Express on the BYU campus. Really? Yes. Or Lehigh? Were you in Lehigh? Like the first actual Mormon people I saw were at the Panda Express inside BYU or on BYU's campus. So you drove. Through, yes, you, you drove through Utah, but you didn't see any Mormons until you arrived in Provo, because we didn't really stop in Northern Utah until Provo, what because you have most Southern Utah? mostly Southern Utah is tourists, and if you stop in any small town, we they, didn't. They I mean, we didn't really. Yeah, we, Blanding, we Utah. Nation, Let me tell you about Blanding, we went Utah. From national I have parts. friends in Blanding, Utah, and is a very Mormon town, and it is in southeastern Utah. That Very close to Four Corners. So fucking boring. It's a rather desolate town, but there's some good hunting by what I've heard from my friends there. Another friend, his father is the sheriff of that town as well as the uh, local Indian reservation. Interesting. So. All right. Well, on to more exciting things. Yeah. Um, other you don't find that exciting? Thought. Not really. Um, but on to exciting things. Uh, you know, this isn't. We're, we we don't try to be an A and M podcast, but. Given that we all go to AM, you know, we definitely got some AM bias. We're going to jump right into the AM game. Number 17 AM at Mississippi State. Mississippi State is currently favored by four points. Um, I don't know. I, I'm scared of this game. AM kind of squeaks by Arkansas. Uh, if it weren't for the oink doink, I think the Aggies would have lost there. I mean, they could have 
gone down the field and gotten a last-second field goal. With our offense, I, I wouldn't have been very confident in that. Um, since we've been in the SEC, Mississippi State's kind of always been a thorn in our side. Uh, we, we do not play well at Mississippi State. I think, did we win the last time there? I think we won. Yeah, because the last time there was COVID season where we went 9-1. So, yeah. we, so we did win the last time there, but thank you, Kellen. that was our first time in a while winning at Mississippi State, I believe. Uh, what do you, what do y'all how are y'all feeling about this game? Uh, not confident. I will say that uh, yeah, not 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 a great deal of confidence. What a, what a, what a great a great um, analysis. Analysis. Thank yes. you, thank you. I'm just trying to pull something up real quick. So it looks like. <sighs> They beat us, of course, last year, 26-22, and that was at home for A&M. Uh, that, was, that was rough. That was the first, no, that was the second loss of the season, correct? That was after Arkansas? Mm, yeah, sure. Since joining the SEC, they've beaten us five times. We've beaten them one, two, three, four, five times. So we're five and five so, since joining the SEC. Five and five. But all-time wins and losses, they've beaten us. Eight times, we've beaten them seven times. Well, this is our year. This With is our the year. first defeat that we had against them being in 1912, where they beat us 41-7, to so odds aren't in our favor. If we remember anything from 1912, we'd better make those adjustments. Damn, we lost to them in Tyler, Texas, 0-14-37. Shambles. Ooh. Shambles. Dang, they played this no. game in some weird place. We beat and A&M beat the A&M, Houston. A&M beat them 41-7. Yeah, yeah, 1912, Houston. They lost 41-7. A&M won 41-7. No, no, no. Okay, so 1912 was in Houston. 1913 was in Dallas. No, 1913 was in College well, we're going off different information. Well, I'm going the off six to zero. HailState.com. But as a different wind. <laughs> if anyone has any information about the 1913 game between really, Mississippi State and Texas A&M, please DM the Twitter we need, for this podcast. We need, we need answers about the final score and location of that 1913 matchup. All right. Well, Timmy Jernigan's, you seem awfully occupied over there. You got anything to add to this game? Or are you just going to well, scroll yeah, you on guys YouTube? Are, you guys are just being super boring. Uh, well, you're see. not adding into the conversation. Today. Well, I, I'm not researching well. <laughs> 1913 scores of games that don't matter. Wow. Well, you so, sound fucking lame. I am. We do have a better all-time record. So no, we don't. We, oh, 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 yeah. Oh my god, man. Oh my god, man. We also have more Heisman winners. Did you know Mississippi State has never had a Heisman winner? Doesn't surprise me. They're tied for thirty eighth. We have two. <laughs> All Suck right, Timmy Jernigan's. I want to hear your such expert analysis on this game. People, places, things, ideas. What are we talking about? Anaya Smith being out for the Aggies, it could be a very big deal. But AM's offensive line is stepped up last game. They're coming around, they're rounding the corner. AM's defense matches up perfectly. We run we love to run five and six DB packages against Mike Leach, who only runs five yard slants. So we I'd say we match up pretty well. We always play pretty pretty poorly in Starkville, but I I like the AM AM's chances in this. Did Max Johnson beat them last year? Oh, 
Did y'all see that? I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah. 2018's win was vacated against us. I wonder why that was. Oh, no, I mean, I think I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think, you know, I think we're going to win this game. I'm not very confident because, like you said, oh, yeah, Max we, we don't play. Shut the fuck up. It's going to be a low scoring game. We, right we don't ever play well in Mississippi State. Or at Mississippi the State. The state of Mississippi. I guess we... Damn, we won. <laughs> Last season we didn't play well in the state of Mississippi. 49 to 30. Two years ago. Or no, that was at home for us. I don't know. Uh, the, the cowbells, I think, are just straight up cheating. I think it's such bullshit that other teams aren't allowed to use, like, outside... Or, like, objects to make noise. Um, and they just bang on their fucking cowbells. It's a headache. Uh, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Mississippi State. Though I do hope that we are doing... Some alternate uniforms for this game. Did y'all see the helmets that we're wearing? Yeah, if we, wear, if we wear black, we'll win. If we wear white, we won't. I will sh- pull them up. These we are the, used to these do, are the helmets. Yeah, we used to do the black and we white. We used to do special special uniforms every time we played in Starkville because we had the all whites with the chrome helmets. We we did all black. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. They they would we would they would be but black. That was under some. Yeah. They so, would be black, we'd be white. I saw that. Because mm-hmm. um, so, yeah. someone wanted to be flashy once a year. Uh, Jimbo doesn't do that. So, like, I, it's to me, it's not even really worth breaking down this game because like our offense is just so abysmal. Like, I just don't. I think I don't know be, what to expect yes, from our yes. team. I think the winning team has twenty four points. Yeah, I don't think it'll be very yeah, high scoring. We, the over under is what forty nine. We do like mid to low twenties in our games, yeah. so, so I think that is a safe bet. The past two weeks, oh yeah, over under is forty five. Wow. Um, the past two weeks, I've picked A and M as the game of the week. This is most certainly not going to be the game of the week. I think it'll be a sloppy game, not one with really big plays. I actually think this game will probably be quite boring um, and very stressful to watch as an A and M fan. So, um, I'm rooting for the Aggies, but not super confident in it. Who, so who are y'all? Is everyone taking A and M here? Yeah. Jebediah? No, I, I don't. I don't. You're not? I want them to win. You're taking Mississippi State. I want A&M to win, but... You're no. taking Mississippi State. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, next game up, number four, Michigan at Iowa. Uh, this is a game I wouldn't even have thought to add, except for the fact that Iowa is just known for beating top five Big Ten teams at home. I don't think that's going to happen this year. However... It's, you know, it's college football. Anything can happen. The season's been kind of wild so far. Michigan escaped a close one against Maryland last week. Um, I don't know. What do, you, what do you all think about this game? I mean, Iowa has no semblance of an offense. So, and Michigan has a really good running back. They have a good passing game. So, it's like, even if, they're, even if their stout defense holds Michigan to 21, which I think is possible, I don't think it's likely, but if they only hold Michigan to 21... Where are they going to get more than twenty one points? Yeah, I mean Iowa. People say A and M's offense. People say A and M's offense is bad, and it is. I mean they but, cheer for but the punter. I, but Iowa's offense is they're the worst. probably the worst in Power Five yeah. or I one mean, of they, the worst. You, you At least from a program worse. that is actually like good. Like I'm sure Georgia Tech has a worse offense, but like Iowa's three and one. You know they're well, they're not we can't even a bad all have team. Kansas's offense. Okay, yeah. we can't all be blessed to have that. Um. So yeah, I mean I'm taking Michigan here. I'll be rooting rooting for Iowa. It wouldn't. I mean, the, I want Michigan to lose. Trust me. It wouldn't be the craziest see, thing if I, Iowa won. I don't see a world in which they score enough points to win this game. It looks like 120 years ago in 1902, Michigan won 107 to zero against Iowa, and I think we might see that today. Uh, not today. This weekend, though. 
I'm calling 107 to zero. I mean, Blake, that's my prediction. Blake Corum. You don't. They've you, done you, it before. You don't think it'll be a revenge game for Iowa? What? For, for last time, 2021, the, they beat them 42 to three. What happened in 2020? Tell me that. Uh, they didn't play. What happened in the last time they played at Iowa? Who won? 2016, 14-13, Iowa. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm going to do? Actually, I'm gonna that do, was Jim Harbaugh. I'm going to do something crazy here. Give me Iowa. I'm taking Iowa. Blake Corm had 250 yards last week for Michigan. He's the Michigan running back. I think he has another massive day. I think Iowa is going to be in tears at the end of this game. I'm taking Michigan. Yeah, this is probably going to bite me in the ass. But nonetheless, well, I will pick it. it. So. I will pick it. All right. Can I be the one that bites your ass instead? Yes. All right. Next up, number seven, Kentucky at number 14, Ole Miss. Kentucky is the underdog, minus seven. Nonetheless, it wouldn't really be an upset if Ole Miss won this game, or Kentucky won this game, given that they are number seven, you know, a top ten team. Um, you know, I I'll just actually, throw that out there. I'd actually argue that it would be a major upset because what are rankings? They're merely man-made, all right? Kentucky? Yeah. Cor- correct. They are man-made. That, Kentucky that. has played one notable team this season, right? Florida. Yeah. Okay. Who, who has Ole Miss played? No one either. Okay. Really, these teams are kind of blind in this sense. Florida played an all-right game against Tennessee. They lost to Tennessee, though. They lost to uh, Kentucky. I don't. Th- Florida isn't what they could be hyped up to be. I think Kentucky and Ole Miss. Oh, Florida have- sucks. Florida's a bum. They're just a bum. Well, program. either way, both Kentucky and Ole Miss have a lot to prove, and I don't think the rankings really mean much. And that being said, it's being played in Mississippi. And Jackson Dart is a very capable quarterback who has a lot to prove. Zach Evans, okay, can just run on through people if he so chooses. Oh, really? He can just be like, I so choose, and then runs through people? Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. He's played for TCU for a while. Hometown boy, okay? Mm. Fort Worth. Let's go. Cowtown. So, I think Ole Miss... Is really going to give Kentucky a run for their money, and I wouldn't be surprised if Ole Miss upsets Kentucky. Jebediah, you, you, you have my name is Jebediah. That, that was Sorry. my name. Timmy Jernigan's. You have him following on Twitter. You want to? Well, he's talking. You want to so. add to the add to the? We didn't want to be rude and interrupt. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt him. He's talking about what he needs to talk about. Exactly. I need Ole to Miss talk about that. The best player in the game will be Zach Evans. So. Yeah. I his, like Ole Miss. Historically, Ole Miss has won the past two matchups. Will you respect Kentucky if they win this game? When will you respect Kentucky? I don't Kentucky? disrespect Kentucky. I'm You've just, been disrespecting Kentucky since the preseason. I'm just When saying, will you respect Kentucky? Never. Never. Uh, I will say, Kentucky, they, they are due for a win against Ole Miss. I am picking Kentucky here. Um, I don't think it's much of an upset, but I will be picking Kentucky. What about y'all? I like Ole, Ole Miss. Miss. Y'all both like Ole Miss? Yes. Yep. Okay. They have the best player in the football game. Why would I Do you like that? Ole Miss? Oh, I love Ole Miss. So you're picking Ole Miss to win the game? Well, I've, no, had some, no. I've had some great experiences at the Grove, so I, I, you know I have Ole Miss, the Grove is a great time, but did you just say you're picking Ole Miss to win this game? Yes, I am. Okay, well then, you know. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm the only one picking Kentucky here. 
Um, again, I will not call that an upset. But anyways, number 18, Oklahoma at TCU. Can I start for this one? Sure. This is a very bad spot for the OU team. They just came off an awful loss to Kansas State where they absolutely their defense just couldn't do anything. This week they have TCU, who is a very... Very, I'm not going to say they have a shot to win the Big 12 necessarily, but they could definitely knock off some of the top teams they have the talent to. They have very veteran receivers, good quarterback, and OU plays Texas next week, I believe, next weekend. So I love the spot for TCU. At home, give me TCU. Yeah, I'm going to completely disagree with you I there. mean, you can't, di- you can't disagree that this is a bad spot for OU. This is just a bad spot. Say all you want. I just don't think TCU is good enough. I, I don't Are you saying this is a good spot for OU? Is that what you're saying? I think they'll be fine. I think they're going to win this game. But is it I a good spot? I don't give I'm a, not asking if I don't give a game. fuck what the spot is. OU is going to win right. this game. They had a letdown game last week. Dylan Gabriel's going to have a bounce back game. I mean, he didn't even play that bad last week, but I think the defense pulls TCU it wins. together. TCU wins. Um, I'm taking Oklahoma. I'd I, I take him big. I, I, they're not, they're not going to lose two weeks in a row, and especially with Texas next week, I think they get their shit together. I agree with that as well. I think uh, my boy wins. Brent is going to make necessary adjustments. It, this is his first time as a head coach. You have a lot to learn, and I think he'll make the appropriate adjustments for Oklahoma to bounce back and beat TCU. TCU by 90. Interesting. Interesting take. All right, um, next up, I really only added this because Jebediah is a – Homeboy for this team. Boiler per- up! Purdue at number 21, Minnesota. Purdue not having a fantastic season this year. Things looking a little bleak. Uh, Jeff Brom on the hot seat, maybe. Probably not. Um, but, you know, this is a game that, you know, they certainly would want to win. Um, but starting off 2-3 and three would certainly be a little disappointing given that they've been in both the games that they've lost. So, um, me personally, I think P.J. Flex doing great over at Minnesota. I like um, Timmy Jernigan's pick to have them in the conference championship for the Big Ten. Uh, it certainly looks that, that way right now. I, I mean, I, I don't see anyone else because Wisconsin doesn't look good. Yeah. Minnesota Min- doesn't look great. I mean, I don't see anyone that – Minnesota that's looks great. So I yeah. I think they're going to roll past this game. I don't think Purdue has a chance. I mean, you know, I think it will be close for a little bit, but I think Purdue wins by, I'd say, over a touchdown at least. Purdue so, wins by over a touchdown. Sorry, Min- I will take Minnesota. That. I will take that. Minnesota wins by over a touchdown. Um, so do you, so you yeah, I love Minnesota. PJ Flex doing a great job. Row the boat, row the boat. Uh, one of my best friends from high school, his family's big donors to, to the school of Minnesota and they love what he's doing up there. Tanner Morgan, I swear this is his ninth year in college. He's, he's not going to make highlight plays, but he's a game manager he's going to make enough plays to win him the game. I think, I think Minnesota wins. And and what what do you think about this game, Jeff? Oh, and and Abraham, the running back from Minnesota, is absolutely electric to watch. I love Abraham. You love, you I know. Love I him. would love for Purdue to win. Minnesota has been playing very well. Uh, I think it could be a close game. I, I don't think it will be a blowout, but I do think Minnesota is actually the better team. So you're going to be picking against Mer- Purdue. Is this correct? Unfortunately, I am. I would love to see them win, but Minnesota has put together a solid team. Interesting. And okay. Purdue, I think, is just down on their luck right now, and I, I think it could be a challenge for them to bounce back. All right. And uh, looks like you have the Texas game pulled up. It's one I forgot to add, but uh, is Texas playing at West Virginia, or is that a home game for them? 
Uh, they are going to be playing at home, I believe. Yeah, Tech West Virginia at Texas. Uh, spread is currently Texas by uh, nine and a half. I I like West Virginia. I, I like them to cover. I don't like them to win this game as much as I would love that. I think Texas also kind of pulls it together before the OU game. Um, but I will certainly be rooting against Texas here. I'm going to be rooting against Texas, and I actually think West Virginia could beat them. Okay, they just so you'll won. take you'll take uh, West Virginia. Yes, yes, I will. I think that last season, what what was it? The first game they lost Arkansas when Texas lost, and I think they uh, they did bounce back a bit there, but then they went and lost to Oklahoma, and then it was all downhill from there with their long, long, long list of L's they took there, and they lost to West Virginia last year. It was at West Virginia, but I. I think without Queen Ewers, that team could uh, struggle. They, like, like I, I've Texas heard Tech. rumors that there is a decent chance that they get Quinn Ewers back for the game. Really? Well, I guess then it might be depending on how questionable he is, but I think without Quinn Ewers, West Virginia can have this. I also think this is a very bad spot for, for the Longhorns as well. I'm taking West Virginia just because they had once again had a big loss. They're 2-2. Two and two. They go to OU for the Red River shootout next week. I like West Virginia here. I think JT Daniels is finally coming on. He had a s- s- tough start for the first two weeks, but... He, what's he coming on? Me. He's coming on to me. I think JT Daniels very well could put on for his city. They have some really big receivers. I don't think Texas can guard them. I, I like West Virginia. Texas has been struggling to put on for their city, but I think West Virginia is more than capable of putting on for their city. Yeah. Hey, like I said, I, I could see it, um, but I'm not going to pick it. So. Especially if Quinn Ewers doesn't play. I love West Virginia. If Quinn Ewers plays, which I don't know if he will, I like Texas. I remember one of my favorite games in, in recent memory, and it was a few years ago, but that Will Greer game, West Virginia at Texas, that Gus Johnson call. Do you remember that? Oh, that was that was one of my favorite um, favorite ways of favorite games of Texas losing. All right, um, up next, we're about halfway through our games. We got Oregon State at Utah. I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is my upset of the week. I like the Beavers taking down Utah at uh, at Utah. I, I don't think Utah is a bad team, but Oregon State has been playing very well this year. They almost took down USC last week, um, and I think I think they were ba- they're bound to upset a big team in the Pac-12, and I think that team's going to be Utah. So, uh, give me Oregon State. I still I still like Utah. I think they have a good program. They they had a tough slip against Florida in week one, but who doesn't have a bad game in week one? A lot of and people. West... Florida. I would say 50... 50... That's true. <laughs> I would actually argue that 50% of the teams in week one have a bad week one. That's true. But sometimes they don't look good. They just end up winning the game. But I, I still like Utah. I, have them... I still think they go to the Pac-12 championship game. Okay. I will say I think this is going to be a close game. Uh, Utah and Oregon State actually don't have the best of... Well, Utah doesn't have the best track record against Oregon State. Uh, they actually lost the last time they played each other in 2021. So I think it'll be a tight game. I think Utah can slip by, but by no ways do I expect them to have a commanding lead going into the fourth quarter. Uh, uh. All right, next up, number two, Alabama at number 20, Arkansas. Point. Um, yeah, this game I think will be entertaining. They all played Texas pretty close. This is really their their the best test they've had since then. 
Um, I think this will be the closest Arkansas gets to beating Bama than in recent history because recently I feel like that game's just been terrible. Yeah, I Um, I, I could see it being close in the fourth quarter, but in the end, I think Bama wins. Um, Arkansas just... They, they either come out hot or it gets ugly fast. Um, we'll see how that oink-doink really affected the team. But I do I do think it'll be a close game for, for quite a while. So, um, But like I said, I'll be, t- I'll be picking uh, Alabama here. I feel like Arkansas never really scores a lot of points, but they always keep it close at the first half. So I like Arkansas keeping it close early. Just home field advantage. The, the wounded animal mode, but I do like Bama winning the game. I don't think that Arkansas... K.J. Jefferson likes to run. He's a bit of a runner. But I think Alabama will be able to adjust appropriately for that. We kind of took a took a little while to adjust for uh, some of their little uh, tricks they like to play and made a, a pretty tight game uh, when we played them, us being Texas A&M, but I think Alabama will do just fine. What a hot take. Thank you. Um, picking, uh, picking, uh, number number two Alabama <laughs> to beat number twenty Arkansas. All right, next up Oklahoma State uh, number nine at number sixteen Baylor. I believe Baylor's favored. Uh, can you confirm? Confirm uh, I or they're favored tonight? by two points. Um, I like Oklahoma State here. Baylor, I, I thought they were gonna have a great season, and they're playing fine right now. I mean, they just beat Iowa State, so I guess that was a good win. Um, but they lost to BYU a couple weeks ago. I like Oklahoma State, and I'm not going to pick against them uh, until they until they lose. Probably, I probably would say besides Oklahoma, I guess I would I would take them where most teams in the and of course Kansas. But besides that, I like Oklahoma well, Kansas State. Kansas going undefeated this season. Well, that, that's why I said that. I I love the Bears. They they had. Grr. What? And and just Grr. to mention, this is a rematch of the Big Twelve champ last. Uh, Last year, which was a great game, came down to the wire, and of course Baylor won that game. So I think this is kind of a, a revenge game for Oklahoma State per se. I love Baylor. Baylor. I love Baylor in this game. I, I hate. They it. they played the much tougher schedule. Oklahoma State hasn't played anyone. Baylor's been in multiple tight matchups. They they missed a field goal against the the Cougs of BYU, but and they should have won that game really. I think they should be undefeated, top 10 team. Baylor should be the top 10 team, and I think they will be after they beat Oklahoma State. You know, I really like Oklahoma State. I'm a big Mike Gundy fanboy, okay? I think Mike Gundy is an incredible coach. He's been there since, what, 2008? Yeah, 2008, Mike Gundy in uh, Oklahoma State, Stillwater. He's probably one of the only coaches that has stayed... And survived his position through the reign of Nick Saban at Alabama. He's probably uh, yeah. one of the yeah, only he, ones. He's had a lot of longevity. Well, it helps when you his... don't have to play Nick Saban at Alabama. That right? is he's also true. Oklahoma and Texas every year, and Kansas. I'm not taking that away from him, but still, there's not many coaches that have lasted through Nick Saban's reign. No, and he has a, had a great record too. Uh, he what last year was he ten and two? Was that his final? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I, I think he has a solid program. Baylor, I think, lost more talent than Oklahoma State. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I think Oklahoma State's... Yeah, but Baylor know. has looked much better than Oklahoma State in the past few weeks. Yeah, but like, like we said, Oklahoma State hasn't really played anyone. But Oklahoma State's coming off of a bye, so also going to be well-rested. Yeah. Um, 
don't know. This is this is this is kind of a toss up. The Big Twelve is really entertaining this year. I think it's a probably the most even conference from the top to the bottom. Uh, it doesn't seem like even like Kansas this year. Of course, Kansas looks great. So uh, there's not really that bottom well, team dragging them down. Kansas and has been working on themselves. And the okay. fact that Kansas is actually the top ranked team in the conference right now, it, it, the conference does really look wide open. So well, Kansas has been working on themselves, and they finally have decided they've had enough working on themselves, and you know, really open up and let themselves shine. So are you are you just like stealing stuff from Twitter now? Is that like your thing? Yeah, it is actually. Okay. Thank you. Um, all right, up next, Wake Forest at Florida State. I've been high on the Seminoles this year. I think they could possibly win the yeah, ACC. They're winning this game. Wake, I mean, they, they did hang in there with Clemson last week, but don't care. I'm taking Florida State don't big. Care. Don't care. Just don't, this guy doesn't care. Don't care. Florida Can I State. just point out that I love the over? I love the over. And what is it? Can, 64, I believe. Both of these teams are going to be running up and down the field. I think it's going to be close to the same type of game as the Clemson game. I think it could be in the 40s. Give me the over 64. I also like Wake Forest to win in a shootout. Sam Hartman is going to throw for five touchdowns. You're wrong. Give me the Knowles. That's all I got to say. Florida State has played, I think, better opponents than Wake Forest. I think LSU, honestly, is a better program than Wake Forest right now. Has, Has Florida State played anyone better than Clemson? Don't care. Have they? Remind me, has Florida State played Clemson yet? No, they haven't. Okay. So Wake Forest has played better opponent. Okay. Cool. Congrats. Did they beat that better opponent? They should have. They should have. They should have. But huh. they choked it. Weird. Yeah. Weird. I remember we should have. So they should have beat App have... State. Did we beat App State? We did mentally. <laughs> mentally. I do not think we beat them. No, mentally. not mentally. Uh, we uh, got. I think we got fucked mentally. <laughs> monetarily. Yeah. Monetarily. I think they won monetarily yeah, too. Yeah, they did too. <laughs> okay. Um. Up next. Speaking of Clemson, we got number ten NC State at number five Clemson. Uh this is another game where it feels like. Clemson could get upset. Uh, NC State, I don't think, has looked that great. And for that reason, I will be picking Clemson to win this game. But NC State always gives Clemson a problem. I want to pick NC State here, but I just can't. If I remember correctly, I think I had NC State being my my team going to the ACC championship from that division. So I, I like NC State here. NC State, it's, it seems like it's gone to overtime the last couple of years. It's always a close game, always a very defensive game. DJ is going to have a, a tough time, and I, I think, I think what's his name, Leary, Devin Leary at NC State, I think he's going to make just enough plays to win the game. Maybe another overtime game. I think it's going to be very low scoring. I think it depends what DJ comes out. If it's the DJ that was out on the field against Wake Forest, I think Clemson could win handily i think if it's you know the dj that played against georgia tech i think nc state could win this handily i'm picking nc state nobody's gonna win this game handily nobody yeah i think it's gonna be a close game regardless and i don't think dj played that great against he threw six touchdowns yeah yeah, he did he played much better than he uh has but that that's like the against one game Wake a year. Forest that's the defense, one though. that's the one game a year he goes off is Wake Forest. He goes Wake off Forest every year against has, Wake Forest. Is, I mean, well, I, I'm picking NC State. I don't think it's going to be the DJ we saw last week. Wow. Well, okay. All right. Um, and to kind of close it out on our pick'em this week, we got 
Iowa State at Kansas, again, could have been game day, should have been game day. Um, Rain Kansas. Rain Kansas, give them game day. Stop being cowards, ESPN and give the AP people what voters. they want. What's your, what's your opinion on this? I want to hear yours. Kansas is a good team. I don't think they're a great team. Really? I think they should be ranked right now. They're 26th in voting. Jalen Daniels is currently the, the number one quarterback, uh, according to QBR. Of course, they haven't played anyone crazy, but he's doing the job. I think they deserve to be ranked. I think they deserve to have game day. Um, I, I like Kansas here. I don't love it, but I like it, and I will be picking the Jayhawks. Give me Iowa State. I love Iowa State. I'm going to eat Iowa State all day. Nom, 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 nom. Timmy Jernigan's is being a crazy hater right now for some reason. He's hate. He's on the haterade for some reason. Kansas is supposed to make everyone happy. Nope. Yeah, not today. He just wants to drown the world with happiness for not some reason. Uh, I'm going to go through the rest of Kansas' schedule, okay? And I'm just going to say what I think, okay? Kansas, Loss. Iowa State, Kansas. Lost. TCU, Kansas. Loss. Kansas. Kansas, Oklahoma. Lost. Kansas. Kansas Baylor, Lost. Kansas, Kansas Oklahoma State, Lost. Kansas, Kansas Texas Tech, Lost. Kansas, Texas Kansas win, win. big win, <laughs> big easy win, easiest Kansas, of the season. by ninety, rock chalk. <laughs> Kansas Kansas State Kansas, no loss. So I'm looking at undefeated Kansas taking on Alabama or Georgia. Sports Illustrated did have um, Kansas playing Kansas. Alabama and. I think the Sugar Bowl. So that that was interesting. I I it, certainly it don't think that is realistic, but it's fun. It's fun to imagine. Um, all right. Well, we're done with our pickums for the week. Now we're gonna hop into our upsets of the week. Like I said earlier, my upset of the week is Oregon State at Utah. I'm not gonna really dive into it again, but not gonna happen. I uh, I like it. Speaking well, of not what's gonna some not gonna happen. Timmy Jernigan's upset of the week. Oklahoma at TCU. Not going to happen. You're hearing it now. I want to give it my lock of the week, but it really wouldn't be a lock of the week because Oklahoma's favored by so much. They're going to win this game handily. By six? That's so much? It's... it's, Six and a half. I'm sorry. Six and a half. Oklahoma's going to win this game. Locked. Lock. Okay. Gamble the mortgage on it. Oklahoma's winning the game. That's what you said about Oklahoma last week, and then... then our friend. That's not true. Our friend lost seventy dollars on it. Friend of the program lost seventy dollars on it. That wasn't me. Was I said I liked the Kansas State pick. I said I wasn't going to do it, but I said I liked it. I said I could see it happening. And it did happen. And it did happen. It was I'm a great smart. pick. I'm just smart. It was a great pick. But this week, what I'm saying is, I would be shocked if Cal- TCU won. Oklahoma's winning. Cal-town's this game. dangerous. Cal-town's so dangerous. you're not shocked when a 17 point underdog goes in on the road and wins, Kansas but State, when a six point underdog at home look, plays. This is them, this is record. Okay, uh, like I'm not making this up. You can go listen to last week's pod. This is words I said that were it not. It doesn't make sense that a 17 point dog on the road make is not sense. shocking, make but a six sense. point home dog. Because I don't care about spreads. Kansas Perky, State. Make it Kansas make State. Always gives Oklahoma trouble. TCU has a, a couple of years in the past, but I don't think TCU is, is a good enough team. I think they're candy Why ass. Not? I think they're candy Why? ass. Why? Also, Why? if Oklahoma Why? had won last Why? week, they wouldn't Why? be just six-point favorites. Are so, you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Are you sure? Oklahoma's winning Vegas doesn't react that much between, between one week. Pretty sure it would be around the same. 
That that shows your little knowledge of Vegas spreads. So now to my upset of the week. My upset of the week. You're going to be wrong. My upset of the week. Also in the Big 12. West Virginia over Texas. We already analyzed this, though. We already went over all these games. Um, Sorry. It's all right. I mean, these are all really good games, I think. I I think this is going to be a weekend of upsets. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited for it. Well, not BYU. And not TCU. But um, besides that, uh, all right, on to our locks of the weeks. I have Georgia minus 28 against Missouri. Uh, Besides last week, Georgia's been rolling past teams. I think Missouri is probably one of the worst teams. Yeah, Kent State is tough. Okay, Missouri ain't Kent State. We can't all beat them like I I think Georgia had a down game, but I I think they'll bounce back and it'll look very similar to to how. I think it'll look very similar. It'll look very similar. Play the song. Play the track. It'll look very similar to the South Carolina game. I, I agree. And what is your lock of the week? Mine is Pitt minus 22 and a half against Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech is putrid. They just fired the coach. There's absolutely no defense. They have no offense either. I love 22 and a half. And Jebediah? I'm taking Western Kentucky minus five. Western Kentucky's a good program. They should have beaten Indiana. And, uh, I think Kentucky will win this game handily against Troy. Yeah. What, what's your thoughts on people named Troy? Mm. All right, and for our game of the week, I have Iowa State at Kansas. I love Kansas. Love Jalen Daniels. Hope he keeps it rolling. Keep up that QBR rating. Lance Leipold. On Big to the fan. next one. Yep. Buffalo guy. He's a Buffalo guy. Would you say he's a Buffalo soldier? Maybe. All right. I support the troops. Perks Nowitzki does not. Navy Air Force is my game of the week. I support the Army and Navy. There are few givens in this world. Death, taxes, and service academy unders. Give me the under in that game as well. That isn't a bad take. Not, Not at all. I'm taking Oklahoma State at Baylor. I think Oklahoma State going to win this one, and it's a rematch from last year's Big 12 championship, and I think it'll be a good one. Mike Gundy, my guy, Dave Randa, not a bad coach either. All right, and I think that's going to wrap it up for our college football uh, part of the pod, Uh, and we're going to be jumping into NFL here in a second. We'll be right back. All right, and we are back. We have our co-host Floyd Pinkerton. What's up, guys? We got him in the studio today. Um... We are recording this on a Wednesday. We'll probably be releasing it after the game Thursday night. So we'll be releasing or we'll be doing our predictions for the Thursday night game and probably recapping it as well. Um, but yeah, we'll start with that. Dolphins at Bengals. Uh, the line opened at what did you say? Minus two? Minus, minus two. And it is now all the way at minus four in favor of the Bengals. Uh, it's just kind of crazy given that the Bengals are, are they they're one and two currently. Uh, Joe Burrow hasn't been playing that great. Uh, nonetheless, they, they were in both the games they lost. They definitely weren't blowouts. They weren't the terrible teams, the Steelers and Cowboys. Um, nonetheless, I, the Dolphins are looking like one of the best teams in the NFL, and I find it interesting that they're currently underdogs in this game. I'll come right out and say it. I think the Dolphins are going to win, uh, and they are my upset of the week because they are actually uh, kind of big underdogs for an NFL team right now. 
Um, I totally agree. This is a, a huge Vegas knows something moment. Um, I guess it's not completely unpredictable. I think a lot of people are expecting Tua and the Dolphins to fall apart. But um, like if you were to ask me before the season about this game, I would have taken Bengals all day. However, um, with the hot streak they've been on, I just don't see the Dolphins slowing down. I really think um, the Hill to a connection is just looking too good right now, and the Bengals just haven't been able to do much of anything recently. So I I like that uh, upset of the week. Yeah, both Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill have been going off. So this is, I mean, Vegas does know something. I gotta go with the Bengals. That's what I'm scared of. Vegas, they, they Vegas know something. Has to know. I don't something. know what it is, but they know something's about to happen. I gotta, I gotta choose the Bengals. Maybe, maybe Joe Burrow's primed. Maybe, uh, maybe the Dolphins lost someone on. Maybe they lost a defensive back or something. I, I don't know. But I, I got it. It is it is a home game. It is a home game, but I Ohio's mean, not very close to Florida. Um, God, I mean, you gotta. I mean, we're you're just gotta we're just coming Bengals. up with things at this point. Nobody, something in the air. But I think this is a somebody flipped the numbers on the line. Um, I think the Dolphins are gonna be able to pull this one out. All right. Uh, next up, we got Jags at Eagles. Jags looking like a legitimate playoff team. Uh, steamrolled the the Chargers last week. Uh, looks like they got a, p- a couple players out, but it looks like the the Eagles could also have a few players out. Devontae Smith, Landon Dickerson, some big names. Uh, Darius Slay, who's been playing uh, like one of the best defensive players in the NFL so far. So I don't know. I mean, I still like the Eagles here. It's a home game for them. Uh, Philly fans will definitely show out. I do think it'll be close, though, and I could see the Jags winning, but like I said, Eagles look like the best team in the NFL right now. I'll be taking the Eagles. Uh I actually think this, I'm not going to pick this as my upset of the week, but I do think that this has some big upset potential. They have the line right now at Eagles minus six and a half, and that just seems like a little too much because the Jags have been putting up some points, as mentioned earlier, um, and I think the Eagles have looked good, but the Eagles um, are one of those franchises that just love to disappoint. So I actually think I'm going to take the upset here. I think the Jags are going to pull something sneaky out. Um, but nonetheless, it's going to be a great game to watch uh, at noon. Trevor Lawrence is finally getting the Jaguars to play well. The defense is rallying around the offense. They're both arriving off of each other right now, but I don't see Jalen Hurts is just too good. A.J. Brown was a great addition to the Eagles. Miles Sanders has been running it well. I just love – I think the Eagles have too much offense. I love the Eagles. Yeah, A.J. Brown looks legit. He, he I mean, great pickup. Yeah. Fantastic pickup for them over the offseason. Top five wide receiver in the league. Right the now, moment. I would say yes. Um, but Christian Kirk has also been – We everyone made fun of the Christian Kirk getting bank, and he's been playing fantastic for the Yeah, He's been playing like our leader. Uh, yeah, Doug Peterson, tie, former Eagles coach, has now tied Urban Meyer in all-time wins at the Jags, fifth all-time for the program, um, and that is two wins. So, uh, but but yeah, give me the Eagles. I I think they. Do but much. give me the Eagles. All right, next up, Bills Ravens. Um, both teams two and one. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, both both quarterbacks have really been playing lights out so far this season. Uh, I think the Bills kind of had a slip-up game last week. Yeah, I don't it was the see first them. time we've seen them slip up like that. So. I, I don't think they will lose two games in a row. I think they're a really good team. Still one of the best teams in the AFC. The the players also saw the video, I forgot who their coach was, but of him just flipping his shit, 
So oh, yeah, the uh, I forgot what the, the offensive coordinator. Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey. So box, and they yeah. they said they loved it. That they, they love that he's so into it. Energy, I think they're going to rally energy. around it. I think they're going to rally around the energy. I don't think they lose two games in a row. The Ravens have been playing well. Lamar's been putting up really good numbers this season. But I still think the Bills have too much. That Ravens I, defense isn't what I'll, it used I'll, to be. I'll, I'll have to agree. I mean the. Ravens have been getting away, scoring a lot of points, but this Bill de- Bills defense is no joke. Um, the Bills been, offense ain't a joke either. Uh, they, well, I know, but this Bills defense has been shutting down people who have traditionally put up a lot of points. I mean, I will say uh, Lamar Jackson been putting up points like nobody's uh, business, but this this Bills defense is tricky, and I don't think they're going to be able to overcome it. And like you said, this Bills offense is no joke. I think it's going to be um, a complete... Uh, I mean, not a shutout, but it's going to be a great game. Um, I picked this as my game of the week. I think you're you're going to get to watch two really, really good teams just do their thing. Um, but ultimately, I think the Bills are coming out on top. Yeah. Um, and, and one more thing I guess I'll add is that in recent history, the Ravens have had really good defenses. It's kind of what they're known for. Um, and, now it's and offense. Now, now it's their offense. Their, their defense is kind of lacking this year. Um, not one of the best in the league, and I think that's what kind of gives it to the and Bills. And you saw that end. against the Dolphins, giving up 20, 28 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Really, really slipped Some up there. Some tough stuff. Um, and it, it kind of let teams hang around. Even the Patriots last week kind of hung around. Um, but yeah, I'll be taking the Bills. All right, next up, Seahawks at the Lions. Give me the Lions. Give me the Lions. They should have won last week. They should have won last week. They should have won last week. Give me the Lions. I'm all over it. Dan Campbell, give them to me now. Wait. You want the Lions. I want the Lions. Really? Um, Give them to me. I don't know. I think... This is going to be a shit show of a game. I was just saying... Put it out there. They play to their opponent's level. I was going to say, I think the Lions are going to play to their opponent's level and play down, and I think Geno Smith is going to put something together. Um, I might just be a contrarian on this one, um, but um, I kind of like the Seahawks this game. They kind of look like a mess. Um, but they're a hot mess. They're a steaming hot mess, and I think that Geno Smith is going to um, do some crazy stuff in Detroit. I hate it. I hate it. I hate the pick. <laughs> but I can respect That's all right. it. I can respect That's it. That's all right. You don't I, I, like it. I did say last week if the Lions won, I would be picking the Lions every game. They did lose, but they looked good doing it. They looked they looked good losing to the Vikings. They looked good losing to the Eagles. Um, I mean, like you said, they, they really do play to their opponent's level, but I just... I'm not, think, I'm not high on the Seahawks, especially it being a home game for the Lions. I think that's kind of what um, pushes me in their favor. I just think the Lions are due for a catastrophic blow-up. I mean, last week wasn't great, but it isn't the catastrophic blow-up the Lions franchise and fans are used to seeing, and I think we're just due. Yeah. All right, well, um, our final pick of the week, Chiefs-Bucks, Sunday night game, prime time. Uh, both these teams lost last week. They both uh, kind of got shell-shocked last week, Yeah. Chiefs got stunned by the Colts. Um, that game was and just, the Bucks were just never in the game. Yeah, the the, the Packers, Packers just kind of owned the Bucks. So I think it'll be two bounce back game. It, it, it kind of makes this game more interesting, given that they both came off losses. Um, I would have picked the Chiefs here had the Bucks won, and and Bucks, I I will the Bucks be do get Mike Evans back for this I game. I will yeah I I will be picking the Chiefs here. I am a Chiefs fan, um, but I think it'll be a close game. Uh, and uh, Brady has Patrick Mahomes' number in the postseason, but in in the regular season. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has, has beaten Tom Brady every time. Speaking so. of Brady, I think um, I've picked who's on the chopping block this week, and I think it's Tom Brady. I think um, Tom Brady's got to show up or shut up because um, like like it, he's not been looking too hot, and he either needs to turn things around really quick 
or um, he's he's done. He just needs to uh, retire. Go 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 right off into the sunset with his supermodel wife, but or maybe ex-wife. I don't know. We don't really know what's going on. But I I agree. I like the Chiefs this game. The Chiefs. Um, they're not going to repeat, like, we're not going to see this kind of mistake twice from the Chiefs, especially back-to-back. Um, and I, I mean, I, I want to, I, I want to love Tom, but Tom has just not been looking, looking as hot as he used to. So, give me the Chiefs. The biggest thing for me in this game, the, uh, the Bucks have no offensive line. Tom Brady was just getting harassed last week. He was on the ground the entire, every time he dropped back. I think... The Chiefs' D-line is probably one of the best parts of their defense this it's, year. It's pretty good. Their defense their has been looking better. Their secondary is a little young, but their defensive line has been looked, looking very well. The Bucks get Mike Evans back. Still don't know if that's enough. I think the Chiefs win this game unless Chris Jones gets another harassment. Oh, why do you have to penalty. say that? Um, yeah, I don't like that we all pick the Chiefs there. Um, that makes me a little little hesitant, but um, nonetheless, I, it'll be a good game. I'm excited for it. Uh, love me some primetime Chiefs. All right, on to our segments. Um, upset of the week, like I said, Dolphins at Bengals. It's kind of a bullshit upset, but it, it is what the odds say. I'll be taking the Dolphins on the road against the Bengals, um, but I am kind of nervous because it seems like Vegas knows. Well, the does. Dolphins are also a, uh, known to be a pretty good road team. They're known as some road warriors, and I think I, I like this upset of the week. Yeah, but but it's like you know Tua and and Jalen Waddle and Tyreek, they might be thinking about what that newscaster said um, about how all their Nasty kid, kids are going to die. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that 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 could get to them, you know. Hurricane Ian could. Could be in the back of their heads. So, I've heard a report for my upset of the week. Waka Flocka Flacco is dropping a new fire mixtape. He will destroy the Steelers this weekend. Yeah, that is a trademark Perk Stominski. Um, that is tag one. But um, but I like it. I like the pick, nonetheless. I, Fuck the Steelers. I don't know the Steelers. They're 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 a gritty team. But after seeing um, what, as he said, uh, Waka Flacco has cooking up, I th- I I think the Jets are gonna end up winning this game. Um, moving on to my upset of the week, I picked Titans over the Colts. It's a little bit of a controversial pick. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for the hot takes. Um, I think. The Colts putting together um, a showing last week was a complete fluke. This might age like some sour milk, um, even some nasty yogurt even. But I think that the Titans are going to um, start acting like the team that everyone thought they were going to act like um, coming into the season. Yeah, I like the Titans here. I don't know. I I think the Colts, was, that was a fluke game. Um, I think the Colts usually do play the Titans pretty well. Um, but yeah, I will be rooting for the Titans because fuck the Colts. All right, and on to our locks of the weeks. My lock of the week is the Vikings minus three against the Saints. Saints haven't been looking too hot. I was hoping uh, James would kind of show out this year. And I, I, I like the Saints. They're not my favorite team, but definitely up there, um, being from Texas and all. But, yeah, I, I just think the Vikings are one of the better teams in the league right now, and, and I like uh, minus two and a half. Minus two and a half is a, is a, is a good line. Um Something else to consider um, is that the Vikings are, have, are just one of those teams, kind of like the Lions, that just, they love putting up points. They love scoring. They love um, driving the ball down the field. But you have to consider, after seeing what the Saints did to Tom earlier in the season, um, I don't I don't really know 
um, if the Vikings can keep this up with that sturdy Saints This defense. game is also being played in England. In London. Um, they, at 8.30 a.m., so not even at the Saints, really. Um, that's the, interesting. The under is absolutely crazy in games played in London. It, the under always hits. Give me the under for that game. It's a low. The Saints under. also have a pretty good defense. That they've been they've been holding. They're sturdy, man. They've been holding pass de- passing strong passing offenses to pretty low amounts of points. My lock of the week. What strong passing offense did they play against? The Bucks. I mean, the Bucks have been. I mean, they they not. But they always great, play the Bucks well. I don't I know, mean, man. But I'm, I mean, they've had a. I mean, besides the Falcons game, they have a bunch of unders so far this season. So. Give me, for my lock of the week, give me Cooper Rush and the Cowboys. Cooper Rush is 3-0 and against the spread in his career as a starter. I don't think the Commanders have a very good de- team besides their defensive line. Give me, give me the Cowboys minus three. Um, I, I hate it. I need to double-check my stats, but I'm pretty sure over the past couple of years, the Cowboys just own the Commanders' Um, slash Redskins because they were the Redskins in the past couple of years. But I'm pretty sure the Cowboys just own the Commanders, and um, I like that pick. Um, history history favors this one, for sure. Um, with my pick of the week, I got the Raiders minus 2.5. It's a, another steaming hot take. Who are they I, playing against? Um, they're pulling they're playing against the Broncos. The Broncos. Oh, the Broncos are. So this is a, this is a division team. game. I think Derek Carr and the Raiders step it up for a division game and um, uh, basically stunt on the poser that is Russell Wilson. I don't. I think Russell Wilson's a poser. I think he's a, a paid actor pretending to be an NFL quarterback for a movie. I don't think he really knows what he's doing. And I think that even though the Raiders haven't looked great recently, I think there's the two and a half. Is about as safe as it gets. Yeah, I think the Raiders are bound for a win. I, if if they weren't zero three, right? I, I mean, it's so weird just how I'm picking this. But if they weren't zero three right now, I think I would probably be taking the Broncos. But given that they haven't won, I I don't think they're going to start zero four. I think they pulled off against the Broncos. But um, fuck both these teams, especially fuck the Raiders. Um, all right, on to our games of the week. We kind of already all went over these. Mine's Chiefs Bucks prime time. Excited for it. Jenkins, what's yours? Give me the Lions. The Seahawks Lions game. Um, two one and two teams playing each other, so he's just a Lions bandwagon. <laughs> I don't even know if that exists. Can you even be a Lions bandwagon? <laughs> um, my game of the week is Bills Ravens. You're watching. I I'm just really excited to watch two of the of the best teams in the league just really slug it out um, on <laughs> on television. All right, and that'll wrap up our pick'em for the week. Um, I guess we'll be right back in a moment and uh, recap the Thursday night football game. All right, and now we're wrapping up the show. Uh, this is Perks Nowinski signing off. This is Floyd Pinkerton signing off. And this is Timmy Jernigan. Timmy Jernigan's. And remember to go... Fuck yourself forward. Traveling in a fighter combi On a hippie trail head full of zombies I met a strange lady She made me nervous 
She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said, do you come from a land down under? A women glow and men wonder Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take cover I said to the man, are you trying? 